everyone, Lisa J here with another episode of No Pink Spandex, and I am not recording this again. Oh no, this is not the second time that uh, we've tried this intro again. No, no. They, no, don't, no. they don't call you one take Lisa for nothing. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> here with Jeremy and Spy on the line, and hello, hello. We have all the things to talk about today. We got comics for the we first got... time. For the first time, of course, yeah, because we didn't do this intro again. Yeah, what could um, we possibly be talking about today? We are. I have no idea. No idea. Talking. We were talking about some comics. We're going to be talking about the Forever Rangers from Go Go, and we're talking about uh, MMPR forty. Yes, MMPR forty. So if you have not read it at the time that you were hearing this, you need to bloop, take your take a little yeah, pause pass, out, pause, pause, right? And, uh, and then come back and listen. Also, we have a very special interview with Ryan Parrott, okay, writer of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And... Not the show, the comic, of course. But oh, okay. yes, we also have, I also interviewed him. And you'll be hearing that or have already heard that. I don't know where I'm going. It depends on where I put it in the episode. But probably after this my little spiel here, okay? So, all of that and more, but first, little, little big brother, a uh, little inside joke for you guys. So. That is, that's pretty inside. Inside, deep cut, deep cut. Oh, uh, Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> so, we have some news. Let's talk about the news, right? Uh, as usual, when we record, and we normally record on Sundays, maybe like a Monday or Tuesday, depending, eh, yeah, what have you. Uh, news comes out after we record, usually. And, mm-hmm. and this is another case of that. So we are talking about the SDCC exclusives from Hasbro. And one of the exclusives that they announced was the Lightning Pack 2-Pack, oh, Lightning Collection 2-Pack, Mighty Morphin, Red Ranger, and Zeal Gold Ranger. Up in our faces... I like how it slides. You can see the two sides slide oh, out. Oh, yes, that is true, because it is, oh, yeah. Because I yeah. thought, I was like, why is the packaging so long? I'm like, oh, no, wait, it slides. It slides. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. slick. So that's nice. And I love the artwork, honestly. I forgot the guy's name who did the artwork, but, um, like, it's just so catching, and I love it. it. It's not yeah, just generic, like, black or gray packaging with random colored lightning in the background. <laughs> Although... I like that packaging too. I do. I'm not gonna lie. It, it well, looks. Lux. But I need I need some art. You know, like like the 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 lightning collection has art on the sides. So that's nice. So yeah, and uh, you know they gave us two faces. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know what I'm saying they I gave us it. actual gold. They didn't. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not cheddar cheese. <laughs> Look at that. So, yeah, 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 man. Um, there are some accessories up in there. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, that's a nice collection of accessories, although the sword is upside down in the is packaging. It is, a uh, little bit, a little bit. But, it's, just... but you got two versions of the Blade Blaster, two versions of the Power Staff. You know, that's two good stuff. Two versions of the face. He's got yep. emotions now. Yeah, you've got Happy Jason and, and Bloated Jason. <laughs> Non-leader Jason. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Flab- yeah, Flabber Jason. He's right there. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, gosh. But oh, goodness. I was, I was going to say, the only thing that would make it better is if they included, like, a Rocky head and a Trey head. Yes. That'd be nice. I don't want to double dip on these figures, Hasbro. Come on. 
Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll get a Jason head, a third Jason head, and a Rocky head when you get the regular Red Ranger. Oh, there you I go. see. Because technically, like Rocky never used the shield. So. That's right. This is true. This is true. So that's fair. Yeah, but you know, I'm afraid if the Trey head came out, then like <laughs> those those three. The default. <laughs> They'll have it. They'll, they'll, they'll be back on the convention. See? Yes. Yep. We need our autographs. Do you want us to sign your your Jason two pack? <laughs> so yeah. So this uh, exclusive will be costing fifty dollars. Not bad. And uh, and and here's the thing though. I was over in Atlanta, over at Ranger Stop and Pop, that convention, brand new convention in Atlanta, and working my little tail off. And I just happened to be on the computer editing these episodes when I got the email from Hasbro saying, hey, girl, hey, SDCC, res- reserve your line, res- uh, re- uh, request your line reservation. I'm like, uh, excuse me? Oh, what? So I go in there. And I'm just like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. I, this is a thing that I have to do? Huh? So, like, it, they were they were saying that Hasbro Premium Hasbro Pulse premium members get first dibs of a line reservation, right? You can request it. So I click the link. The link doesn't work. I'm thinking I missed my, I missed the moment. I, mi- I missed out. I'm done because like the, the email was sent like an hour and a half ago. Oh my gosh. It's sold out. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to get this exclusive. Huh? However, they happened to send another email with a, with an updated link that actually works and immediately and I think Toku Chris on um on Twitter let me know that no link go to the link <laughs> I'm like so thank you for letting me know because I was up in it I clicked I requested my days uh, so apparently Wednesday Thursday Friday is available to request for uh, line reservation. I mean, I, they gave all days on, you know, when they gave the, when they, in the form, but um, they're, they're starting the line on preview night. Uh, so you can request your first choice, second choice, fine, cool. Uh, and then, um, so, and then for Saturday and Sunday will be open up to the public. So, Therefore, I don't just think thing like, look, I, all I want is Power Rangers, dude. Like, can I just email y'all saying like, yo, just slide me to Power Rangers. Go all the day. Am I out? You know, because like, you know, the Hasbro, they sell the Star Wars and they sell all this other stuff that, that are going to be exclusives and all other things. So I'm assuming that they're going to be expecting a little bit of a line, a little bit, a snitch. And therefore, uh, they're doing this so that they can kind of, you know, tame it, tame it in a sense. All I know is, is that uh, I was telling Spy, like, hey, are you, I was asking Spy, hey, are you a premium member? And you're not. I did not, So no. you did not get the I chance. I thought about it, so. You got the delayed Lord Zed, but you got the, the line pass, so. <laughs> or a chance for a line pass, anyway. Uh, spy! <laughs> the, op- so. the option of first refusal? Yeah. So there are so some spy. trade-offs with the Hasbro Pulse membership. <laughs> so spy. And and the thing is is that the reason why I got the membership is because when when Power Rangers when they announced their, their Power Rangers what they were selling, in that they were just like, Hey, buy anything. I think it was maybe I think they no, I think it was like literally buy anything and you you become an automatic 
member for a year or something. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll buy Dino Charge, whatever. I'll buy this. Oh, is um, that the one you bought? <laughs> yeah. Should have bought Lord Zed, fudge. Um, and would have gotten it on time. And um, yeah, so I bought that. I'm like, okay, cool. And that that that's what made me a member. Because I think membership is usually like fifty dollars a month, uh, a year. Oh, a month. <laughs> Not a month. No, no, no. Good a Lord. year. <laughs> a year. And I'm just like, well, I mean, a damn, it's like, not a one time. That's like, I mean, that's pretty legit. I mean, you know, um, look, listen. Even if you go to, uh, if you're a person who loves exclusives and stuff, and knowing that Hasbro is going to be doing this, I'm just like, yeah, I'll pay your fifty dollars, bruh. Save me some time. <laughs> so, but like that, that date to request a line reservation has already passed. So I can't even tell Spide like, yeah, just jump on it and get in line. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so that's a thing that I'm just letting the, letting the people know, letting the folks know. So if you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, you're not a Pulse member, just, um. Saturday morning. Yep. With get the burly. Line. line con. I'll be there with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, line con. <laughs> But now there's there's a there's you you've forgotten about the most important exclusive, the one oh. the one everybody's hyped up for. Yes, we are. The one we saw today, where we just lost our minds, where we're like we, we each have to buy like nine That's of them. That's right. It's so current. It's so relevant. You can go to San Diego Comic Con and get yourself an exclusive, Green Ranger Razor Scooter. Woo! Yes. Styling it. Like, okay, two things. First of all, like, what does that have to do with Tommy in the slightest? <laughs> like, okay. Second of all, you could at least go to the Sentai footage and know that the White Ranger used a skateboard a lot. Could have done the skateboard. Third of all, if you're doing, like, a sport, extreme sport thing like that, why is this not Ninja Storm branded? Come on! Ninja, Ninja Storm, Storm is. going to sell. Right. Leverage some IP. Listen, people are just gaga for the Ninja Storm. They want all of their Ninja Storm exclusive extreme sports equipment. <laughs> I just, okay. Okay. Like, I saw this and I, here's the thing. Kids love scooters. The children. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I used to work in a, I used to work in a preschool and like, they all had scooters like they you couldn't stop them from riding their scooter and it was just like it was just like a abundance of scooters i'm like okay crap so if this was like a kid thing you know what i mean i was like all right i can see i can see where they because the, the kids do love scooters but it's an adult size scooter. <laughs> so i don't understand and I don't understand why it's just Green Ranger. Like, why isn't it more like Mighty Morphin? Like, kind of like you know, it's like the colors are the colors are Mighty Morphin and not just green. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I will not be six scooters. <laughs> I will not. Oh my gosh! I no. I'm not. I'm like this is not something I'm gonna go and purchase. That's okay. And it's just so weird. It's just like, this is the second exclusive that they've announced. Yeah, wow, it's so random. It's very random. It's very random. So, I don't know, I don't, you know. So you're, you're not going to be in line for... No, I'm good. Thanks. I'm not going to be flying back with a scooter. I'm good. <laughs> Trying to see what else they have, Hasbro has. Oh, that's really cool. Hasbro has a... Uh... 
has an Optimus Prime, but it's designed like the Ghostbusters car, color-wise. That's pretty cool. Interesting. I like that. I dig that. See if they have anything. Oh, Boba Fett. Yeah, great. Awesome. Whatever. Boba Fett. Yeah, that's about it. Even the Transformers stuff mostly looks like it's little kid stuff. Oh, Incredible Hulk. Little Mermaid. Yeah. yeah. So so just get your scooter and your Jason and you're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. So but fun. yeah, I'm, a, I'm assuming that there's going to be more exclusives that will be announced. You know, so Possibly, they're not going to yeah. leave us with sc- the last thing on our mouths at Scooter. I don't think that'll be. Legacy Shogun Megazord. Come on. <laughs> I need, yeah, we need, uh, we need some type of Zord action. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, let's see. In other news, I did mention that I went to Range Stop and Pop. So, uh, for folks who don't know, uh, Ranger Stop, the original, uh, is a con that's been going on for the past six years, going on seven, uh, in Orlando, Florida. And so, uh, Mikey... Last name I always say wrong, so we're going to call him Mikey. And he teamed up with Karen Ashley and Nakia Baris to uh, create this new convention in Atlanta called Ranger Stop and Pop. Right? So, uh, of course, you know, half the guests were Ranger people. And then the other half were, like, various, you know, pop culture folks. So, you know, like the voice of uh, uh, Pokemon. Right? Veronica Taylor, All of, uh, right? Was she? My, my favorite character, Pokemon. <laughs> the voice of um, Pikachu? That's what I meant to say. Right? Hey! Voice of awesome. Pokemon. <laughs> She's used yep. all the Pokemans. Um, no. Um, and, uh, oh, no, wait, was she, vo- no, she wasn't, no, she wasn't Pikachu. Was she, was she, she Ash? She was Ash. Thank you. There we go. I got something right at the third try. So, um, so her and Cal Mitchell, and there was did, Walking Dead, and there was some... Did you go, uh, did you go meet uh, Teddy Long? I met Teddy Long. I did. And he did say, holla out a player. He did. Yeah? Did you dance with him? I did not. Oh, man. You should have done the dance and then made a tag team match, player. <laughs> Would have been great. Oh, goodness gracious. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, there were people... I mean, look, listen. For our first-time convention... The turnout was pretty deep. Look, listen, anything more than the first Power Morphicon is pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, there was a time where we thought the first Power Morphicon was pretty cool. <laughs> no, I still think it's so. It, like, it's still like one of my favorite conventions of all time. Like, I still think I, to this day, like, you cannot get $5 autographs anymore. Like, that's, that's not, right. I have you a, know what I'm saying? I have a fully autographed VHS copy of Extreme Heist. Because of that Morphicon. There you go. There you, oh, yeah, because Koichi. And Koichi's wife. And the wife. And the wife. Yo, me, yeah, we're man. Still, like After all these years, we should probably learn her first name. <laughs> we really should. <laughs> we, should. we should put some respect on her name. Um, so, yeah, like, for me, I love the first part of Morphicon. No shade. However, mm-hmm. the numbers did not lie. It was less than 200. So it was between 150, 200, like, no, no, it wasn't even, I can't even say 200, because, like, it was less than 200 people that showed up. So, uh, so, with Range Stop and Pop, though, you know, it was, it was, for a first-time con, I think it was a good time. I think everybody was having the time of their lives. 
and you know especially the vips at the vip dinner they get to dance with their with their range of folks and everything and so um the Yo, panels what was up huh? that what was up the alpha cosplayer that was awesome yeah you know he made his little cameo a couple of times during panels and stuff so you know that was you know and like he wasn't he wasn't a short alpha oh no oh no he's <laughs> taller than me oh so, no <laughs> so so that was cool like the, the the panels themselves it wasn't your typical power rangers panel like you know they actually like played games like you know and they kind of like mixed it up a bit so that so that uh we weren't getting the same old stories over and over again so that was good mm-hmm. um let me see uh austin st john and uh J- jason david frank they appeared on different days as usual per oh. use oh i thought that was per gonna use. be the announcement oh man <laughs> no two packs there huh like, no, at last. <laughs> so yeah like i think um jay uh no uh, austin had a convention in new york to go to so he he uh bounced and uh and jason according to him said that he was celebrating his daughter's birthday weekend th- this weekend uh so they were in the area um but he was spending time with his daughter on the other days so he just did saturday so, according to him. Anywho, uh, so yeah, so that was a thing, and uh, you know, I think I think overall, I like like registration wasn't a hot mess, so that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You know, people got what they paid for. <laughs> but it's so difficult. So yeah, listen. Um, I think that uh, I think for a first time con, where like there have been cons where like barely anybody has shown up, and in particular like that panel with the Power Rangers panel. Like on Saturday, the Power Rangers panel and the and JDF's solo panel were back to back. So of course, like for like two hours, like <laughs> the the vendors area was uh was very quiet, sparse, <laughs> sparsely <laughs> attended. Um, but in that room, I mean, easily 200 people were in, easily, easily were in there. Um, and I would say there were even more in there because it was packed. So, um, so yeah, I think it was for first time kind of did very well. I think so. So, um, congrats to them. Um, you know, I, what did I, what, what, what did I, what was I doing there? Um, well, I said, Hey, I'm going to lend a helping hand because the first time convention things can happen. And it sure did. So <laughs> I helped them. I helped them film panels on Saturday. So I have, I have, I have given the footage to the folks. And so they will do with it what they will. Um, on my end, um, if all goes well, I believe I can release the Power Ranger ones because like heck um, I, I need to show some effort that I was there <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see I'll, I'll probably put that on the YouTubes um, so we'll do that and uh, and yeah but um, you know like let them know I think they're on Instagram Ranger Stop and Pop all one word just let them know that um, that you would like for it to happen next year and um, and then the regular Ranger Stop is happening in in November in Orlando, uh, and they're already announcing guests. I think they've already announced um, Christy Ann from Ninja Steel, so she's a popular um, Ranger that people wanted to meet. So she will be attending the Orlando one. So yeah, 
let them know that you would like to see them in um, uh, see them in your town. There you go. That's a thing. All right. Um, any other news before we continue? Any other news that we have missed? Um, no? Silent? No, no, I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Okay. All right. So, because all these other news has to do with comics, and then I'll, I'll probably bring this up in the comics portion. Okay. Before we get to that, though, have you, have you noticed that when you go online, right, and you're shopping around, buying things, what have you, like you go through your normal stuff, right? You click on the item that you want, you put it in your checkout, you're, and then you go through the process of paying, everything's normal, whoop-de-woo, you get your item, call it a day, right? That sounds pretty boring to me, don't you think? But what if? There has to be a better way. What if, <laughs> what if you were to do that, but you knew that the portion of what you bought will go to your favorite podcast? What if? What if? What if you do that? Wouldn't that bring a little joy, a little joy to your day? Be like, you know what? This is not just a regular purchase. I'm supporting my podcast by doing just what I normally do. Right? I think that would be great. So I'm telling you about Amazon and our affiliation with Amazon. Now, so we have an affiliate link. NOP.INK slash Amazon. You click that link. You bookmark it. Save it on your favorite browser and... Just click it. You can even rename it Amazon so that you're not just saying to yourself, all right, I'm going to type it in. No, no, no. Just click it on there. Click on the bookmark. Amazon support. Or if you want to remember for yourself, you could be, you could even say support no pink spandex and click on that link, right? You can even do that and rename it all you want. And then anytime you're ordering from Amazon, you will be supporting us just a little bit, just a little percentage. And you don't have to do anything differently. Okay. So some of the things that would be advantageous to us if you order, right? Yes, Shagokins. Order all of them. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Fine. Yes. However, it is Green Ranger Razor Scooters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if get only your, they were selling on Amazon. Get your super mini plaz like I like now. I'm you know? I'm, I'm it, addicted to them. Are you? Oh my gosh, though the the Mega Ranger ones are so fun. So fun. How long does it take to build? Oh, it depends. Uh, with the Mega Ranger, I got the uh, I got the two main Mega uh, Megazords together, and I think they each took about two hours. Okay. Oh. You know, but it, when you got other ones that are like five individual Zords combining, that's going to take you a bit longer. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, I mean, like you could get one of those. Um, it's the summer, okay? So I know you guys in the um, the places that uh, actually have a summer, and it's boiling hot here. Mm -hmm. If you need that new air conditioner, you can get through Amazon. If you need some fans, you get through Amazon. If you need a portable situation, whether it be a fan or an AC, you can get it through Amazon. You know, like buy those new appliances, get those through Amazon. You know what What else can they buy through Amazon? Let me see. What else? Oh, um, you can pre-order the new uh, the Turbo or Power Rangers movie. You can pre-order that. There you go. You the Blu-ray. You can get some trade paperbacks from Boom. 
you can do that, right? Because mm-hmm. we are talking comics. So like there's a bunch of comics on Amazon that you can go and get just subs right now. I think I think right now um, Amazon is selling Forever Rangers. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I think there I isn't uh volume 3 going to come out soon of the hardcovers? I believe. I believe. So, so yeah, you can you can either you can pre-order or you can order it right now and you could just order it through our link. So there's so many things through Amazon that you can order and support no pink spandex. So again, the link is nop.ink/amazon bookmarket rename it either amazon.com, you can rename it support nps. Anything you want to remind yourself that when you go to Amazon, click it and give us a little bit of your appreciation. All right? NOP.INK slash Amazon. Let's get back to it. I can't wait until we're one of those podcasts where we can talk about Casper Mattress or <laughs> or Stamps.com. <laughs> or, hey, guys, let's get a quip toothbrush or go to Squarespace and build your website. Like, hey, guys, uh, have you ever had that feeling in the bedroom where you're just not up to par? Oh my gosh! So I swear I can't I only, wait either. I only listen to like three or four podcasts, but it's always the same advertisers. Like the yeah. only person who has anything remotely different is like Conan O'Brien, and that's because he's like the newest, hottest podcast out there. And he's Conan O'Brien, so. right? Like, um, but hey, ridiculous. listen to me. I would, we would gladly welcome any and all. If you, yeah, if you want to sponsor us, MeUndies.com. I'm all about it. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club, holla at a player. Yes, Lisa, tell us about your shave. No, I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like I saw an ad, and, oh, yeah. and like we're totally we're totally doing their work for them. But we, no, I saw an ad, and it was specifically targeted to women because just because like just because a shave uh, a razor you think oh it's manly like no like women have hair too so like you shave your legs shave your underarms shave whatever like. You yeah, know, a blade ex- is a blade is a blade. Yeah, and they've expanded their products a lot too. They have a lot of other stuff be- beyond razors now. Yeah. So stop yeah. promoting them. They're not paying us. I know. <laughs> I know. We're gonna stop now. Yeah. Forget you, Dollar Shave Club. I prefer. Uh, what's the other one? What Harry's? Harry's razors. <laughs> They're the best. So, Actually, yeah. I just go to Walmart and buy their brand. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I go to the local uh, um, grocery store or whatever and like buy like the 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 throwaways, like the big throwaways. Oh, yeah, I just get the I just get the refill fillable cartridges because you get like ten of those. I see. So yeah, um, but yeah, if you would like to sponsor No Pink Spandex, you can email No Pink Spandex at gmail.com. Email us and, and- let me know. I, yeah, I'll just say if anybody wants to sponsor us, I can guarantee right now I already love your product. <laughs> and I use it every single day. So, yeah, um, uh, like Jer said, um, we already love everything, all the things, if yes. you like sponsor us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love all the things. Again. I am a shameless shill. <laughs> Again, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, you can email nopinkspandex at gmail.com. Feel free. Contact me. We'll work something out. We have a very passionate fan base. And so, therefore, I'm not going to accept anybody and everybody. I mean, I'm like, you know, it has to be of interest to our wonderful listeners. However, uh, holla at a girl. Okay. Thank you very much. 
So now let's get to this comic talk. Let's get to Go-Go, you guys. <sighs> Go-Go. All right. So I've mentioned in other episodes that Brian told me that this was supposed to be the end. Like ending, original ending of Go-Go. It was supposed to end, call it a day, pack it up, ready to go. Right? Mm-hmm. But then Boom decided to extend it. So, because they realized Gogo is the best comic they have. Oh boy, I it's just this comic to me. I hated it and loved it at the same time. Like I've never had such like emotions of me like hating what's happening and loving what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like it's... I just. It's super satisfying, and it's almost too satisfying where you're like, I just don't want it to stop. I want, I want it to keep going, and it's, it's so good. Um, and you know, for me, like the first when when I first heard Forever Rangers, the first thing I thought about was um, Forever Turtles, which was a, a TV special. I want to say like five years ago, where it was like all the Ninja Turtles from all the different universes are coming together to, you know, and make mm-hmm. jokes about each other's universes. And it was just so perfect. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, I'm like, Oh, I got high expectations. Ryan, you're bringing it all together. You're giving me this big finale. And I, I gotta say, I think he delivered. He definitely Ooh. delivered. It's good so, stuff. so let's, so Jeremiah, please walk us through forever Rangers because I'm a little emotional right now, and I'm just like... <laughs> well, okay, so Forever Rangers, um, it really picks up, like, literally, because like, the last issue of Gogo was, what, 24? I believe? I want to say 24 was the last one? No. No. 20. 20. 20? 20? 20. Oh, I, I just assumed it was two years. Um, solid. So 20. <laughs> uh, so this is, like, right afterwards. Like, this just can, finishes the story. Um... <clears throat> But like most go-go issues, it starts with the old flashback. You know, you got to get some, uh, got to get some background on Alpha, and it's it's not creepy Alpha. It's good Alpha. It's normal Alpha. Oh right, over ten thousand years ago. This is true. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, this is our our boy Alpha. Where this is like this. So this is basically like when Alpha thinks Zordon is dead when he makes his big sacrifice that we always hear about to imprison Rita forever and ever. Mm-hmm. And then, but he's, so he's like in the command center, but it looks like it's all jungly. It's all, it's all covered over by stuff. And this is so he, so somehow he got Zordon into the tube, you know, like he did whatever Zordon told him to do. And that got him into the tube, kept his essence right alive as the blue head that we all know and love. Yeah. But it doesn't really give the details. No, it doesn't. So. On purpose. I think that's, on, that's, that's deliberate. That's deliberate because... Yo, like, that's a story in itself, bruh. Yeah, all Alpha says is there was an explosion and he activated the temporal beacon like Zordon told him to. And that got him into the tube. But that's all we know was the ex- some sort of Rita explosion. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, I mean, I already, you know, reading these comics, you know, I, I came into these comics as a new comic reader in general. Like, I never really read comics like that, you know? And so... Now I'm starting to pick up what they're putting down. You know what I'm saying? Like, like ah, all right. I see how you, I see how you're trying to like leave openings here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Let's tease it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's quite a juggling act, honestly, to always have all of these flashbacks and have it all just seamlessly fit together. So I, I give Ryan tons of props for the way he does that. And then we're back to now with that sweet TV face Megazord. That weird uh, Transformers Super Hasbro Alpha One Megazord that he made. And the Rangers are stuck in their little bubble still. Uh, so... So, 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 Alpha One, right? Yes. He, I mean, because I was trying to, when, when we were talking about the previous, I think we were talking about 20, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, like, what's, what, where's his head? What's that? And then you were telling me, no, it was a TV. So I'm like, are you sure? And because, like, the angle, it looked like it could be something on top of the TVs. I'm just like, you're right. It's the TVs. That are the head, and I'm like, yo, um, Alpha One. That's why you don't design, cause y- you look, you look crazy. <laughs> you look crazy. <laughs> I th- I think that's the point to make it look less humanoid, you know, which makes it inherently look a little creepier. And honestly, if you were actually going to design one of these in real life, you don't really want to have your head be as exposed as it would be on a normal person. Actually, having it squat and more into your body makes a lot of sense. In reality. It's granted, weird. It's weird. Granted, anything bipedal that large would never work in real life, but that's how it works. But yeah, no, the kids are still stuck in their bubble, and, and then Goldar is just like, oh, I don't like you, but I really don't like that other guy. Let me free you. Goldar is just a punk. Like, what are you just... Are you just... This is how he gets his jollies. Oh, you, someone else trapped you in a bubble. I'm I'm cool. Look at that. Yeah. Shut up, Goldar. You you suck. But here here's my thing. Okay, right? Here's my thing. Do I I guess he figures that he don't have no megazord power. So he ain't going to fight that dude. And he wants to live another day. So he's like, "All right. I don't I don't I don't like this." However, Power Rangers, do what you do. Get rid of that guy. F out of here. I will take care of you. I'm not. I'm not gonna let this black hammer. Because like that was his. That was his. That is what was his reasoning. Is like, well, I want to destroy you. Not. I'm not gonna let these people. Bleh, bleh. I'm like, come on. You weren't gonna do nothing anyway. Yeah. You know you don't got nothing to defeat that dude. So you use the power rangers. It's he's, fine. He's trying to save face. You Go know, look, look cool when he retreats. Goodbye. So. Yeah. yeah, but they do. But he does free him. But and that and that's the other thing because we we talked before about the Rangers having having a having some moral compass in a sense of like not killing off Goldar. Mm-hmm. So th- it saves them in this logic. True, because if they had killed him. And then they were telling Alpha, okay, all right. So now we need to calm it down. Take it back a notch. Like Alpha would have been like, Alpha One would have been like, yo, all right, you in this bubble. I'm a F out of here. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that's true. Yeah, but if, but if they would have killed him, then Alpha One would have been cool with them and wouldn't have trapped them in a bubble in the first place. But until something else happened that he didn't like. Possibly. Down the road, yes. So, 
So, you know, all right. Well, you know, um, then we got, you know, we got to make a sort of power situation. Oh, I just love the way that these are drawn. Love it. Oh, man, uh, that's that's the one thing is from going back and looking at like older comics, how you, you would just see these flat mega like Zords where they're just standing there. And it was like the stock art. <laughs> yeah, it was just oh, it was so bad. Oh, my gosh. And the proportions were always unbelievably off. Just like these, this is, this is dynamic, you know, like it's still it still feels like the original stuff. You know, they're all coming from the right climate that they did in the in the show but giving us new angles and stuff like that it's just it feels important and that's going to be one of the big things about this issue is it's a pretty decent long uh zord fight but it's it's fun you know it's fun it's unique and that's always been one of the good things that both of these comics have done is that is that when they've decided to give us a megazord fight which isn't super often, but often enough that it still feels important that they always take the time to make it feel different, you know? Right. Right. And, and, you know, this issue, it was, it was double packed. It was twice as long. So I'm like, all right, what are you going to give me? That's twice as long. And it makes sense that the, the Zord fight was longer than, than usual. It made sense. I mean, we're, cause it's, They've, they have formed the Megazord before, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Just, just trying to, just trying to put my stuff together. Um, in a sense. Um, yeah. No. Um, they call him A One. They were like, "Yo, A One, listen. Um, you need to chill, okay? Like, we don't want to hurt you." <laughs> He's got the sauce. It's A One. He's up in this piece. Oh, Look at that. I love how he's like double barrel blasting at the command center. And yet we know in the future, like Rito and Goldar sneak in or Divatox leads a bunch of lame piranatrons and they can break in. But here we got double barrel lasers just, just crushing it. And it's, it's not doing the job. Well, you, one could say that they were anticipating this, that yes, in the future, they were anticipating the the attack from on the outside, but not the inside. Hmm, that is true. It's possible. Yes. So, so yeah. get the pass. Come on, Alpha. <laughs> Come on, Alpha. You can do better. But man, yo, Alpha One was is was not playing with them, man. Like even Zach with his same like he's still trying to joke, right? Still mm-hmm. trying to joke, and Alpha One is not having it. He's like, oh, oh, you don't, oh, you think. Because, like, I think Zach was like, oh, look, your arm is made out of, is that Ernie's car? And he's like, oh, you want to talk about Ernie? Oh, you talking about my arm, huh? Let me yoink you up and make you my arm. How about that? I'm like, dang. Mm-hmm. Dang. Can't even take a joke. And it was, like, it was looking real serious because, like, he took their sword and was driving it into them. I'm like, no! <laughs> At that point, when you see that shot of like them of of uh, Alpha One, like the sword over them, and they're they're on the ground, you think at that usually at that point somebody in comes in, saves the day, you know, issues over, yay, nah, nah, they they, they getting they're getting wrecked as the as the kids would say. Do the kids still say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, some kids wrecked. Okay, all right. R E K T. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. So like, and then and then the rings they have to like change up. Like, okay, well, we can't be like 
and we're going to be in Megazord tank mode now. Okay, fine. Let's change this up. Let's uh, attack Just them from this side. For 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 the record, the tank mode, unless you're looking at it like from the forward position, it looks really dumb. It looks really dumb. Just with the T-Rex is just standing there. It looks really I think dumb. it looks all right if um, Pterodactyl was somewhere else. If it was like on the back or something. But... It's just like, just T-Rex is sitting there and he's got a, got the other two at his knees. Just like, it, it's it's never no, looked he's it's... like He's like, no, it looks fine. It's never I think they should good. use it more often. It's the neglected mode. Because <laughs> it's kind of lame. We're <laughs> just I mean, sitting no, there. It, well, like, I mean, it like saved the day. It's like manning two cannons. He looks pretty cool to me. Ugh. Yeah, and Tyrannosaurus looks like like he's got longer arms now. He's he jacked. Man. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, anyway, I'm just saying, I, I, I admire the freshness. The freshness of using it for more than the just freshness. like five seconds of rolling and then yeah. Megaz- initiate Megazord mode. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, fair. And, uh, and it was enough of the distraction for them because Zordon sends in his secret weapon, which is Alpha Five, using that, that Billy's Billy's yeah Billy's armor that he's been testing out. So yeah, you know Alpha Five going in there to save the day, you know what I'm saying, or to distract from the distraction so that the Rangers can, you know, get that one shot in in tank mode. Eh, thing. So they won in tank mode. It is weird looking at Al- looking at Alpha in that armor. It's it's weird. Like Billy, why did you design an armor set that has like no no way to protect your junk? Because <laughs> that's the best one, right? That's no, like well, the part well, that's maybe, still red. <laughs> no, well maybe he did. It's just that Alpha didn't need that part. That's right. Billy's is too roomy. Oh. Didn't want to share the same cod piece. Because <laughs> if you if he wore all of it, then he would look like a bull ranger. So like, let's, well, you he, know, Alpha's like, listen, listen, the junk, I got this. Well, he, can't, he can't wear the helmet. I need part, to be free. <laughs> gotta right, let so, the boys breathe. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Get some fresh air on them. Oh gosh. <laughs> So, yeah, I just, I liked that it was Alpha 5 that was like, yep, this is, I'm going to be doing the thing. This is, I like that. Yeah, and then I like the teamwork. Say that again, Spy? So I like that he got his little moment. Right. He must be wearing stilts, too, because Billy's taller than him. Yeah, there's got to be something going on. It's <laughs> just one of those things where all Blue Rangers just can get bigger when they transform. Or, you know, maybe Alpha took off his feet and attached. You probably wouldn't have. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Or, you know, did went the um the Justin route, of you know, grew bigger when he uh, mm-hmm. morphed. Uh, yeah. There you go. So many things, so many possibilities, right? But um, one possibility that actually happened was A1 is... Down for the count. Maybe not out, but down. Yes. The Rangers blewed him up real good. And here's the part where they're like, why don't you go and investigate and find out? Because you never know that he's not, you know, he could, we need to locate him immediately. And I'm like, listen, if I were the black person, I'm just like, you know what? I've done enough. I'm good. <laughs> 
I know what happens in this story. I'm out. Uh, you guys do that? I'll uh, hang back. Because this fool over here, this fool was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going. I'm going to go out with a bang. Literally. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, if they keep bringing him back, he'd kind of be like the Power Rangers version of Ultron. You know, where mm. he's he's the intelligence, so all he has to do is just shoot himself from body to body. I see. So, yeah, so he can come back whenever he wants. Looking forward to the other two through fours. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he'll show up back, he'll show up again with a really cool brand new body. I hope not. Just kill these people off. Just no! Definitive <laughs> ending. No. Hey, I don't. I don't mind you coming back one more time, but if you keep coming back again and again, yeah. I would rather see the return of Alpha One than the return of Draken any day of the week. Well, <laughs> Trini face. <laughs> yeah, because like in one of the news, like a couple, uh, like there's a I don't know which this cover for forty three or what have you, and then we. We, we see Dragon <laughs> fighting Jason. Hopefully it's just or, a variant cover. Um... Or whomever. I don't know at this point. Like, whatever. But, um, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, but we see Dragon fighting Jason. Uh, so, um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. <laughs> so, spoiler. Ugh, please. Yes, we're getting Dragon. Just be a variant cover, not an actual thing that happens. Uh, but yeah, no. Look, uh, Alpha One is like um, he's like I will be wa wa watching. Like, all right, come Yep, Team Rocket's blasting off again. He shall oh return. Gosh. But um, but yeah, I guess everybody survived the blast because they don't. They don't look like they don't look too shook. So they're rangers. They got suits. They good. Mutts know nothing. They just look really clean. All right, let me find out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but you know, but Zordon's like, listen, like, okay, Alpha One, he's resilient. Okay, so you just need to be ready. So I'm just like, now. Yes. Let y'all know. Yak. Meanwhile. We get some actual continuity with the with the show now. We can so, match stuff up. Uh, how so, Jeremiah? Because Goldar returns to Rita with Rita's tied up mom, and he's he's making his excuses and all of his nonsense that he always does. And then Rita's just like, you know what? I I'm done. And it's kind of also partially a thing of like, I'm proving to my mom that I'm I don't love my subordinates. Yeah. yeah. So she just she just ganks Goldar's wings, boom, just rips them right off. Cause I'm I'm trying to remember Plucked. when did he lose them in the show? I feel like he didn't have them very long. It wasn't like a thing that they mentioned. He just kind of, the footage just kind of stopped. Right, but I only I feel like it only was like one or two episodes. Like I don't think it was. Yeah, it was gone really quickly, and then they just yeah. never. They never mentioned them going back. It's just when Zed showed up, he said, "Rita took your wings, and I'm giving them back to you." Yeah. So here's the actual moment. So there uh, we go. I'm looking it up right now. 
of when gold <laughs> i was gonna say because i know he didn't have them when during the green ranger saga so i i really feel like it might have it might have just been the first episode well the thing is i think the costume is supposed to make you believe like they're just folded up on his back right i don't think that he they're supposed to be quote-unquote gone but i'm guessing Power Rangers played it. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's one of those things where they did it initially in the design for Jew Ranger, and then like when they were filming in Japan, they were like, "Boy, these are hectic and in the way or <laughs> something." Would. Yeah, so let's just get rid of them right away. But yeah, I've, uh, no idea. There's no like definitive answer right now. Uh, yeah, yeah was, so we will pretty... uh, come back to that. But yeah, I mean, it fits too. If if it really was after like the first episode, and you can cram like all of this stuff in for the most part, and go go happening before like episode two, that'd be sure. interesting. It's possible. Um. So yeah, but yeah, she 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 rips off Goldar's wings, and then then we get the moment that we've been waiting for, which is Rita basically merges her mom's essence into the coin, into the Green Ranger coin. And she just gives her the old, the old, just whatever, goodbye, mother. Like, not even, just, I am done with you. Even after her mom gave this big, nice speech about, I love you, and you're going to be redeemed. Which, I guess, does happen. Um, yeah, it's a little bit. You know? And then it, she gets redeemed too much in Mystic Force, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much! <laughs> a little She's too much! The other direction. <laughs> but yeah, we all knew this was coming. I mean, like the mom's design, like straight up looks like the Green Ranger. You know, she's got the 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 design on the head and the and the shield. And when when the original coin, you know, the original holder of it didn't have a shield. So all the goldness on on Tommy is is he's just wearing Rita's mom. Dude, the mother. Oh god! Why are you wearing? I don't Rita's know what mom, I was expecting. Spy. I don't know what I was expecting with the storyline, but I don't know if it really paid off here, though. Because why would you have to resurrect your mother to kill her and then we're supposed to feel, like, terrible about it? Like, she's already dead. <laughs> I mean, mom was pretty alive. She was using her um her magic and stuff and trying to, like, stop her and everything. I mean, like, it was, she was, it was a lot. It might as well have been a lot. And I think it was that, like, she, Rita brought her back. I mean, like, yeah, they gave her this essence, this glow, but like she, mm -hmm. she in a sense really did bring her back. You know, like if you such you so dead, then like you wouldn't be able to like blow stuff up. You know what I mean? Well, it says the sacrifice of your life energy will unlock the power coin, and you will do more for me in death than you ever did in life. So, the so you think she was just somewhere, somewhere else? Well, I mean, her it looks like her her spirit was there at least. I mean, so. she's pretty ghostly. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that dead? I mean, the she essence has some power. This world so... for a while. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, at the very least, for me. at the very least, it was her consciousness. Yeah. So and and now her mom does not have that power when she's like now fully dead, dead because it's in the power coin? Question mark. Yeah. Well, it also adds a bit to the whole idea of how, like, how obsessed Rita was with the Green Ranger and how she wanted to get him back and all that stuff. And now she has a connection to it. Yeah. She, it's not just the coin that she stole from Zordon that they say in the show, you know, like she actually has a strong physical connection to it. 
Yeah, because you put your mom in there, you know. <laughs> it's a lot. And and really, her mom is still correct. Like, you care about these people more than you want to um, admit. So, like, yeah, sure. You you put your... You, you fine. Put my essence in there. Fine. But you're going to care about this Green Ranger. You're going to care about this Green Ranger a lot. Okay? So, don't try to act like you don't love nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just... For me... I think that there are layers to it and it won't hit you until it hits you. You know what I mean? And it's just like, sure, would I would have loved to seen more mom doing mom things? I just think that's going to be in some upcoming Zordon of Eltar situation. <laughs> you know? I do believe that. I do believe we will see more of her. So We need a wacky sitcom. With Rita and Rito and Master Vile and Mom and it's all good stuff, you know. <laughs> crazy, crazy neighbor Zordon shows up. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I'll leave that to you, Jeremiah. That's yeah. the backup. That's the two-page backup story. Start no, it. No, no, no. Let's let's kill those off. How about that? I'm fine with that because there wasn't any in this this issue. So awesome. Well, uh, that's a very weird family. None of them have the same last name. It's very it's, it's very modern. Like, you know, it's okay. It's all right. It's not how they do it on their planet. <laughs> and they're not very creative if they have two kids and they name them Rita and Rito. Let, let's be real. Someone lacks creativity in that family. I mean, there's not that's not any difference than like current children all having J names or twins yeah, having similar names. Yeah, like are they twins? I don't think they they're twins, twins, but I don't think. I mean, about as, yeah, I'm going to say they're, they're twins. They don't really look even remotely. They could fraternal. Well, they would have to be fraternal yeah. if they're different genders. Yeah. But yes. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you were just like, I don't think, I don't think they're <laughs> I know, like, but they, they don't look, I mean, she doesn't look very scully. And he doesn't look very well. Young. I imagine that something happened to him. Oh, that's true. Because, yeah, something could or maybe have it's happened. like a, a Trakina situation where it's like you must change in order to be more powerful. Blah blah blah. Uh, I was just saying, if they if they put him like if they do a Rito story in the comic, I think they'll probably just draw him like the the, the Kaku Ranger version of him the guy with the, the guitar, guy? <laughs> yeah, the punk guy with the guitar. <laughs> Oh gosh! I was gonna say in the in I keep forgetting in Kaku Ranger like Rito's only in there for like a handful of episodes. Really? Yeah, he does not last long. Oh, he's like he's like the in between between the dumb random villains at the start of the series and then when that Master Vile actually shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's there for like a like five ten episodes at the most. I have yet to watch my Shout Factory DVDs. I'm sorry. Kaku Ranger is a lot of fun. I would honestly <laughs> recommend it to anybody. Especially I mean, because... I can't get over the, the jorts. The jort skirt. Like, it's fun because it's super different from Season 3, but you still have all that Season 3 nostalgia. Hmm. You know? Well, and the, and the big thing that always got me when I first uh, checked out Kaku Ranger was the fact that they switched the order of when the Zords show up. Like, the oh, Shogun Megazord... The Shogun Megazord is their main Megazord, and the, and the and the Ninja Megazord is the stronger one that shows up later. 
that makes sense though because the Shogun and Megazord summoning is so much better. I love it. I actually I think the Shogun Megazord looks really cool overall. It's just yes, a little yes. bore, it's just boring in the sense that they all five of them look the same. So it's a little bland in that sense, but right. But yeah. Anyway, random cocker everybody go go uh use NPS Amazon link and buy Shout Factory <laughs> Cocker Ranger DVD. Yes. Yeah, do that. Do that. Uh yeah, so uh a few weeks later. Okay, we're back at the juice bar. Oh, uh, see, it's don't. not so it's not quick. the same when Ernie doesn't have his weird facial hair and earrings. <laughs> <His brigotti. laughs> yes. You need some earrings in you, Ernie. Come on. And this is a different artist that did these yeah, pages. The yeah, pink. every every few pages is a different artist. So let's go back here. Let's see. Um yeah, if you look in the credits, it says like um uh let's see, illustrated, you know, pages three through thirteen was one ah, of Ah, understood. Okay. Yeah. So one and two was the friend Francesco Mortorino. And then fourteen through sixteen was was Francesco and then twenty and then the end, twenty five through thirty two. Yeah. Eleonora Carlini does a lot of regular go go stuff. Right. This is the last one. We'll miss your Trini faces, Eleonora. Oh, them Trini faces. You gotta you gotta get the, the OG artist in there for all the Trini faces. <laughs> oh my gosh, good stuff. Um, but yeah, so let's see, Juice Bar Clash in Italy. It's oh. relating to the fights from like the early, early issues of the MMPR. Oh, you're right. I do remember that one now that you say yeah, that. Yeah, all of these things are tying into like early episodes. They're trying to bring it into the main line now. Yeah, that's the main thing is that is that all of the, the GoGo epilogues, you can see little pieces here and there where it's like they're tying up the GoGo stuff because like the main thing that happens next is Jason and Trini coming to the agreement that they should not be a couple, which obviously they aren't an MMPR, so it makes sense. But Jason's but it makes there with no sense because Kim and Tommy can be a couple and they do it just fine. Jason is going over the top with the bandages here. Like, who are you trying to impress? <laughs> you, are, you are not Johnny Cage. You are not Liu Kang. What is this nonsense? He needs that thumb bandage. Like, you do not need bandages. <laughs> On your upper arm, on your elbow, and your wrist. And <laughs> like, your shins. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. It is not that so, big a deal. <laughs> so here's... So here's the thing. Look, I understand that... Well, first of all, the... The artwork of Trini in some panels... um, Not my favorite. <laughs> not really so you know i'm gonna it's a little it's a little much for me however the content um this is where i'm really upset really angry really frustrated because i get it i understand that the show it didn't show jason being with anybody in particular mm -hmm. these early emily yeah you know i said these early MMPR <laughs> situations. I get it. However, um, you know, they were still under the guise of like hiding their love. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. just you can extend it a little bit and show how it's not gonna work. Just a little just extend it. And I, but I understand too that 
this was going to be the original ending and they have to end it and everything. So I'm just torn. I'm, I hate, hate that this happened. I hate it. I hate the conclusion that they came to. I'm with you on that. (sighs) I hope they, I I hope they revisit it. I I think there's a way they could in, in 40 going forward. (laughs) (laughs) In 40. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just think that I don't want, I don't know, because it's hard, because we've we've been saying it with um, Beyond the Grid, how we want it to be more like the show. Whereas this one, I'm like, well, you know, they've gone so far off the path anyway. It may as well be its own thing. Why are they fighting so hard to make it fit into the show? We could just have a comic where we have a Jason and Trini romance and just let it go. Let it be. Let them live. See... So, so I, I, I agree. I don't like the way it ended, although it depends on the follow through. I think it would be interesting if this is something that they revisit and because to me, the whole reason why they ended it is a little, a little off because in reality, yeah. I just, I just don't think they work together. Honestly, personally, I think it would be interesting to see them try it again, find out it doesn't work or something, you know, like have some variation where it doesn't always have to be one of those things where it's either we're a couple or we're not, you know, something where, where there is growing pains. You are teenagers. Maybe you keep trying something. It's not uncommon for teenagers to break, break up with somebody, then get back together, then break up with them again and get back together. Like you can have stuff like that. If you, if they explore their characters and they get deeper into what does work and what doesn't and all that sort of stuff. But I think it's okay ending it for now, as long as they get back to it. True. I think I, I need something that will revisit this. I need, I need something. I do. I do. I do. And I, I feel like Ryan's the type who would do that, too. You have the trust. Yes. We all have. I, I, I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. We believe. We believe in you, Ryan. <laughs> so, yeah. Even though we all know Billy should be with Trini. Agreed. Let's be real. Well, he's, I mean, she's I, the only one that understands him, literally. Yeah. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess because okay, I guess you could look at it two ways. I think that yes, they would have. They're the most that would having something in common, but at the same time, knowing that Trini, like you wouldn't think of Trini being with Jason. So like that whole dynamic it's of like, well, yeah. I wasn't expecting this, but like, oh, I can see how it can work. I like yeah. that too. It's interesting to try it, although it's also one of those things where, like, if it doesn't work, don't just do it just to do it. You know, don't don't be Joey and Rachel and friends in season eight getting together. Don't don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) That was wrong. But, yeah, it's it's interesting to see them try. But we all know the real couples in Power Rangers are are Trini and Billy, uh, Jason and Tommy, Zach (laughs) Zach and Angela and Kimberly and the balance beam. I was going to say Kimberly and Skull, but okay. Wow. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, um, so then we get to the page where Zach gets accosted. Zach, Zach just walking with his chest out, American flags in the America. background. This is new Captain America. He gave me the shield. I'm the new Captain America right here. Boom. But yeah, and then this is this is where we get to the. It was one of the early issues of MMPR, like six or seven. 
yeah. where the whole the whole issue was we was where we find out what happens here, which is Zach gets kidnapped and he gets the offer of the Green Ranger coin from Rita, which nicely enough they didn't really show us that they didn't need to revisit it you know they didn't need to retread stuff where it's like if you've been reading these two comics for the last few years you're yeah, you rewarded yeah you're being rewarded you're not being talked down to they're just like here's the here's the beat it fits in perfectly right after rita gets the coin it all makes sense so good 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 job of slotting that stuff in i think that's that's the most impressive thing about this is all of this stuff is stuff that was written by kyle and yet Ryan is fitting it all in very nice and seamlessly at the end of his initial go-go run. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. I don't need, mm. I, we don't need five pages of Zach pondering like, man, what should I do? Like, I, no. Yeah. We don't need that. It's good. It's good. So then we get to Kimberly. So like, it's just, so we're just going through each ranger kind of like, wrapping up or tying up whatever that we need to tie up that either is connected to MPR or like just in go-go or in with the TV show trying to like fit that in. Okay. So we get to Kimberly and you know, we haven't seen her with the guidance counselor yet. So it makes sense. <laughs> hmm. Everybody gets turned. She is complaining about her childish parents and, uh, and I took off my glasses, so I cannot read what she says. Um, hold on. I'm sick and tired of my dad. Sometimes he's my uncle, depending. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. But yeah, yeah. So it's she's just really... Kimberly is airing out her frustrations about her parents, but also some deep-seated... Re- relationship issues that she kind of already had has with Matt and the guidance counselor is just like um so have you ever felt that a blog de blog de blog de blog with the blog de blog so you know like it's hard for adults to deal with their emotions and and deal with like telling people the truth how what you think about that See, the thing I like the most is that one of the truest things I've I've noticed in life with relationship stuff is that you can be going through the same exact thing that a couple that you know is going through, yet you can see the obvious solution for them, but yes. you can't see it for yourself. Absolutely not. So, so the fact that Kimberly says, like, all that stuff is an excuse. If you actually care about somebody, you just say it, you find a way. That's what she should have told herself a long time ago as right. it pertains to Matt. Tell mm-hmm. him your secret. Yes. That's mm-hmm. all he wanted from you was the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just show me the respect to just tell me, you know? That's all he ever really wanted. And yet, and yet, you all so hard on your parents because they're adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, that was also a very good panel. Be- and it was a very good panel because, boy, if I didn't see Matt in this issue. Oh, yeah. It, they had to wrap up the Matt stuff. Oh, I would have been so bad. So, but then we go back to the the command sensor. Yep. And, and it's finishing up Zach's little story about how he got captured. Um, Wait a second. Let me scroll up. 
and how he wasn't allowed to go into battle with the blue suit and Zordon apologizes for right, right. That not trusting him. Defiance thing and Zack being like, my bad. And Zordon's like, no, my bad. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we see that on the show? Like Zordon not like, like treating them not like children, but like, like soldiers, like, all right, I'll, I'll treat you accordingly. I think the one thing that they're hinting at here that's very true is the fact that, and we we mentioned this years and years ago, is the biggest problem with Zordon, which really is a problem of trying to make all the Sentai footage work, is that Zordon always had a bad habit of only telling them things when they absolutely needed to know, mm-hmm. and things just popping up, and so he ends up not treating them like, it feels a little disrespectful to them, in the sense that, you know, they are child soldiers, and Zordon is never really super upfront with them. You know, just like how it was like, oh, you're about to die. I'm going to finally tell you about your weapons now that you actually need them. <laughs> you know, like that should be one of the first things you teach them so that when they do need them, they're ready. Right. Not wait for them to almost die. And then, oh, yeah, here's some info. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I just, uh, I just think that Zordon is just. It's showing that Zordon ain't perfect in this godlike being that everybody thinks or or he was portrayed to be in the show. Like it was just like Zordon said this, he knows everything. So therefore we just gonna follow it and call it a day. And there's nothing wrong with having reverence, but geez, like he was not perfect. So mm-hmm. he did get so that I like, one team murdered. A little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of like a little bit of the uh, of the recent movie Zordon getting into this now. Mm. Yes, know? this is true. Getting a little bit of that. Yo, movie Zordon had. <laughs> he was a little feisty, huh? Oh, ulterior motives there. Feisty. Yep. Uh, this is a more mellow Zordon. <laughs> that is that is the best thing Zordon's ever said though is right here is I was foolish to think I could try to dictate the terms of engagement. Thank you. You and your dumb rules, Zordon. You don't get to make the rules all the time. Mm-hmm. Rita don't play by your rules. Mm-hmm. Definitely not, especially <laughs> Oh boy, Shadow Grid showed that. Anywho. Um, but yeah, then you know we go back to regular high school like oh my gosh like this is amazing oh my gosh it's hard it's your book oh my gosh but i'm amazing like why are these it was horrible like oh my gosh so i just you know it's just you just need one valley moment just to kind of root you into what we really are in (laughs) you know this is still high school still in california (laughs) so but yeah so yeah it's kind of a the, the yearbook is giving us the the montage that we that we needed. So let's see here. Um, Kimberly voted most likely to win a Pan Global Medal, which she does. Best date she wrote the county fair. Oh, was that Skull? Yes, that it was. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, you would say to your future self, who you've actually met. <laughs> <laughs> nice haircut. She did have a nice haircut. LOL. And and that this was what MMPR number one was was a lot of the the yearbook stuff. 
They were they were they had a lot of these little pieces in the that first issue. And then so. then you see Kimberly, uh, you know, Matt over there, just uh, over mm-hmm. there, just chilling, right? Yeah, you know. Yep. Very smart. Very smart to have very little dialogue here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gives a gives a big old hug. That's right. I mean, you should have, you should have, I mean, tongued them. I mean, like, it's like, so, ah, Whoa, whoa. They're broken up. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't be broken up for long if she was, <laughs> She likes Skull more than him, though, we apparently. She wrote that out of anger. <laughs> Listen. You have to uh, submit those can... way in advance so that they can go to publications. If you can't accept the fact that Skull and Kimberly are meant to be together for life, I don't know what to tell you. Mm, I think the next issue has something to say about that. <laughs> That's an alternate universe. <laughs> Grid was uh, broken and shattered and all the things. All the things, y'all. Okay, so then... So then, let me see, Trini. It's about Trini and Billy... This is and... exact stuff that happened in MMPR one again. Them rocking in the parking lot and meeting Bulk and Skull mm. with their little YouTube channel. What is it called? Ranger Station. <laughs> Power Ranger Station. Halo. What is this? What is this? Trini's favorite color is red. What is this? Oh, hello. Because she was the Red Ranger and she was amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, her faces are amazing! She got uh, that, look at that sass! It is You're not so a nerd, great. Billy. You're a superhero in disguise, and if anybody else says otherwise, send them my way. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna beat them up. She's got her <laughs> fist up. She's like, I'm gonna punch anybody that doesn't like Billy. <laughs> them hooper rings, though. Let them know. Do not mess. Oh, Trini I love it. Best. I love it. I love it. I need a. I need a Trini. I need a Trini spinoff. ASAP. Yeah. Where is where is uh Power Rangers Yellow? Like where is that? <laughs> and wait a minute. Wait. Bulk has a man bun. Oh God. <laughs> First of all, um, I didn't know Bulk was that blonde. Second of all, man bun. Man bun. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, Bulk's looking a little American sumo wrestler right here. He's living his best life uh, on his new YouTube channel. So maybe he's prepping a new look. Just prep, you know, he wants to get judged. Everybody wants to get a little judged for the camera. So, all right. Sorry, you can't say YouTube. It's our exclusive content video channel. (laughs) (laughs) It's on Vimeo, guys. Oh my gosh! Exclusive. Wow, that's um, yeah, that's that's not a mouthful. Anywho, back to uh, let's go to Zach. Zach, yeah, let's see what do we see voted. Um, biggest flirt, best smile, class clown. Yo, Appleby sighting. And Angela. Appleby and Angela. Look at that! Look at that! She made it. She made it. And some ginger kid with giant eyebrows and a and a Power Rangers t-shirt on. He's gonna break your colored pencils. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but it's great. It's great, man. Like he thinks when when Applebee talks to him, he's like 
giving him an, uh, a compliment about his work. He's like, well, no, I don't know. If, I don't know if you're joking or not. <laughs> no. I never joke about learning, dear. I take question marks very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Let's see. Um, best school rumor, according to him, the Power Rangers go here. Like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> don't give up. That's, don't that's give the up bluff. Track. That's the bluff is the, the actual ranger says that because you'd never expect him to be one. Mm-hmm. All right. And let's see. New new Ernie. Look, let me see. Uh, let me see. Now Ernie's blonde. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Jason looks like he's wearing Zionizers. <laughs> is this true? He's prepping. He's prepping for yep. his, um, his exit. Uh, let's see here. Voted most athletic, most likely to wear a headband. Up until he meets Tommy. <laughs> and then, and then passing the torch in a sense yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And let's see. First car, first car, knowing my parents, it will be a dinosaur. It actually is a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Where will you be in five years? Let me see. It doesn't matter as long as my my friends are there with me. In five years, you're just scuba diving with Kimberly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're friends. She was there. Here we go. He's the one with the muscles and the power. That's true. (laughs) And the tape. Lots and lots of tape. Oh, but yeah, he's looking. He's he's warming up for this uh this expo, you know. And literally, they're like, "Hey, let's just take lines from the show." Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I have no problem. This is not a complaint. This is literally my like. This is where it's supposed to end. I think this is where it's supposed to end. Do you think? Because like they're saying the lines. They see the other dude. Um and. They're ready to fight. Kia. Aya and Kia. You forgot the Utsut, but that's okay. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it ends It ends go-go, and it starts MMPR, and gets us to green with evil, and there we go. It's a nice ending, although, like you said, I'm, I'm, I, I need more go-go in my life. So. Me too. Me too. Like, I can't wait for 21. Yes, 21. Yes. Yeah, it'll be nice to see where they, they take it after connecting it to the the other comic line, to the show. What are we doing now? <laughs> yeah, like, if are they going to, like, establish that it's straight up two different universes now because you can shatter them grids and all that stuff? I think they should. I think it's yeah. a little complicated to... You have like two comics, you have the show, and you have two events basically in the comic where they kind of end like, we don't know, did it actually happen? Yeah, I would like a universe where it's, I mean, no, not to sound obvious, but still no Tommy around and, <laughs> or do your own version, you know, like mix and match, pick your favorite Rangers from the first eight or nine that are all in MMPR. You know, make your own team. Do something. Sure. Like, whatever you want to do. <sighs> I just, you know... Pick a, pick a team that has Zach and Adam on it. There you go. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, 
Go-Go, and we know this is not the real end, because it is continuing. However, um, if this was the real end, it was, it was, it was a good end. It was. It wasn't, I didn't feel like, I was emotional, like you saying I was emotional, but I was. I was reading through, I'm just like, but they're, they're doing the thing. Where they they're do tying the, it up. The montage yeah. of everybody. <laughs> yeah, if you could collect these 21 comics, maybe throw in the Back to School Special 2 or whatever, and as just like one complete story, it's very, very satisfying. Yeah, man. Because even the stuff that connects to the Shattered Grid stuff is still still stands on its own. Mm-hmm. It's so. a good ride to get to that point. It's just that, you know, once they say, okay, we don't know if it happened or not, it's kind of disappointing. But the ride getting there is fun. Look, man, yeah. I, I know what GoGo was supposed to be. And they they did so much without putting... They did a lot without having Tommy in there. So, which people were like, all right, like, let's learn about these five. And, but these five were like when they, um, before all this Tommy mess got in their way. So, so I think it was a good run. I think so. And I'm, I'm appreciative of everybody who contributed to the go-go. And we're looking forward to the next arc, the necessary evil arc and uh, see what they do with that. So 21 comes out July July 10th, I believe. So looking forward to what uh, Cena Grace, who's going to be one of the writers of the Go-Go, looking forward to what he has to contribute. Because it ain't easy. It's not easy taking over something or in this case, co-writing, whichever. But it's not easy coming after like the first person, whoever it was, whether it was Kyle or Ryan. You know, they did their thing, and then you're like, "All right, it's my turn to continue the goodness." So I, I hope and pray that that it is as such. Yeah, because you know, when we talked to him, he was pretty cool. Like, the dude seems like he knows what's up. So yeah. It's a lot easier to pick something up after the last run was less than exciting. Speaking of which, MMPR number 40. But before we get to that, before we get to 40, we talked yet again to Ryan Parrott. I did a little interview with him to celebrate that 40 is coming out or right now. And so therefore, you listen to that interview and we'll be right back. Approaching writing for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, tell me about uh, your approach to 40. Ooh, um, well, nothing much happens in it, so it was pretty easy. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, 40 was, uh, it was a different, it's a difficult thing because obviously we're, we're coming out of uh, Beyond the Grid and there's a lot of expectations regarding uh, how we're going to deal with the the, the end of, of Shattered Grid. So we were looking for uh, a sort of a place to sort of drop in and, and sort of 
you know, bring back the team with sort of uh, some authority. And uh, and the idea, we were, I was looking back at, uh, I've said this before, but it's true. Uh, I looked back at the original uh, Mighty Morphin Zero, and I realized that short series was sort of about the Green Rangers arrival on team and how Tommy's Tommy's stepping in, changed the personal dynamics of the team, and it was about him dealing with his own demons and all of that. It just seemed like a really great spot to do the same thing would be with the White Ranger, having, you know, Tommy becoming the White Ranger, stepping into the leadership role in the team, dealing with, the, with these brand new powers, how the team would deal with him. And it just felt like there was a really nice sort of bookend symmetry with the two. So that's where it started. Um, and then obviously we wanted to bring in, um, we wanted to bring in a whole bunch of, uh, of new voices in the team. So that's where the Stone Canyon team came from with this idea of sort of finding them and, and bringing them and, and sort of change, making it harder for Tommy in the sense of, you know, Jason always had the same team to deal with most of the time, obviously with, you know, Tommy stepping in, but for the most part it's the same group that'd been there for the entire time. And this one is very different because you've got Tommy dealing with sort of the old guard and the new guard and balancing them. And so there was a lot of fun to that. So that was sort of the entire approach. And then obviously we had some bigger things that were teeing up for the long form. So it was, it was about fitting all that in, in a way that hopefully was smooth and, um, and uh, provocative, I guess it's a good word, sure. <laughs> and in terms of uh, working with, uh, I guess, the Hasbro team and uh, the editing team, that sort of thing, uh, what were some of the, I guess, the goals and, the, and, and, and how to navigate going into this new art? Um, I, every, everybody was pretty on board. I mean, it, it, we, you know, it's... I think I think it was just about it was just about finding the right balance and everything to make sure that we weren't throwing so many things at the reader that it felt like everything it was a big setup and getting lost. Um, but yeah, everybody's been on board. We've been talking about how to deal with how to how how we wanted Shattered Grid to have consequences and to and therefore to have consequences. Just go back to the status quo seemed seemed like a step backwards. So the idea of of maybe moving forward a little bit, dropping into a time with with a new team and new uh, you know a new villain, and obviously with the reveal of the last page, uh, another Ranger team. It's uh, it felt like that that was a good starting point with which to sort of move the book forward into an end and create some mystery and some opportunity. So I, I the, Hasbro has been fantastic with us. They've been very open and, and working with us about you know the you know design elements and just trying to get everything moving. But but yeah, every I mean we we it was a pretty collective collective, uh, you know, uh, acknowledgement that this was a, maybe the best way to sort of go through it was to do something big and broad. And, the, and Del, go ahead. Yes, Daphna. I was going to say, you know, I've been working with Ryan on Power Rangers since the beginning, and, you know, he knows these characters inside and out and had a very clear idea of how they would react to kind of the situations that were in store for them and, and had great ideas of how to kind of take them to the next level. And so... But like a very natural progression of the story we were telling in Shattered Grid uh, and the story we've been telling in Gogo and kind of the ethos of the book, which is very much centered on, on teamwork and, and, and this found family that the Rangers have found themselves in. And, and so what's really cool about what's coming up in, the, in this next arc in both Gogo and Mighty Morphin is we discover kind of um, the work that goes into those relationships. It's not just that. Um, it comes easy, uh, you know, friends, family, being a superhero, it takes work and they're all still just teams. And I think a movie Ryan really taps into that. And, and that's the only that we've been looking to explore 
um, as, a, as, as a company and, and what Hasbro and Saban really responded to in our approach. We never took these characters as jokes. We always took them seriously. And, and you know, we can still have fun. The costumes are amazing. The sides are stunning. But I think in terms of why we're able to work so well with Hasbro and, and why Ryan is such a great fit for this book is he gives kind of that sweet spot um, reflexively. And I just, have, I just have to say that we appreciate appreciate that you guys take it serious. We appreciate it. So I just want to just personally say thank you because, you know, I just want to put that out there. Okay. So in terms of 40 <laughs> itself, okay. Uh, there are certain, there's a couple, a couple of things I noticed, uh, uh, you know, Lord Zed, <laughs> we are, we are seeing Lord Zed and Lord Zed is a very popular villain. However, there's another villain in here. Looks. Uh, looks a little similar to maybe another series per chance, per chance. I mean, you, you know, I know you guys have more issues to come, but uh, am I on the same, are we on the same wavelength? I'm just, just putting it out there. Um, I, I believe you're talking about Ding, uh, but uh, yes, um, there we, we, we were looking, we were trying to figure out um, how to, we were trying to, we were looking at a way to sort of bring in, we knew we wanted to bring that in. And when we talked about it, we were like, we wanted to make him different than Rita. I don't want to just have it be the same character with a different, a new character with the same voice. So we talked a lot about how he would do it, how he's different, how he works, functions differently, the way he deals with people, both the people, how he fights the Power Rangers, and also how he deals with the minions that are up beneath him. And so one of the things we were really excited about was having him bring in maybe, you know, sort of a higher, sort of a higher gun. And so we were really excited about trying to draw from other parts of the Power Ranger mythology and just seeing that Dane had a good, there was a, I love the visual thing that Danielle came up with. I love the design that Danielle came up with, with, with Dane. And he's one of my favorite characters to write in the series right now. So I, I, I'm really excited for you to see more. He'll be a big part of it. So you'll see more and more of him, but yeah, I just, we thought, you know, obviously now Shattered Grid opened up the world a little bit and showed all the other Ranger teams. So we just thought it'd be a nice nod to that to continue to try and build off of, of sort of the established lore without, you know, without a bit, without bringing in, doesn't necessarily mean, I don't know, I would finish that sentence, but it, it, it just acknowledging that and, and connecting the world as best we can. And, and speaking of connecting worlds, uh, so yeah, the last page here. Um, <laughs> shook. I was shook. I was shook. I, because you, because you never think, okay, they go off to a peace conference, but you never think like, oh, okay, well, you know, they're, they're actually at a peace conference. Well, I mean, clearly this, we're, are, are we, are we going to see more of our, our, of our faves? Is this the plan? Um, yes. Uh, so one of the things we talked about when we were looking at this is one of the things I've always not had issue with, but never understood was the choice of, uh, in the, in narrative terms. Now I understand there's elements behind the scenes, but in regards to the narrative terms, I never understood the idea of Jason Trini and Zach going off to a peace conference and just leading the team. So to me, we, we, this is one of the things we initially talked about was the idea of, um, what if they didn't? <laughs> what if uh, what if that what if, what if there's more to that? What if there's more to that story? And so when we when we talked about that, and you'll learn a lot about that in the next issue. Um, 
uh, we thought well, it would be a lot of fun to sort of create a new Ranger team. And so that's who these, uh, that's what they're doing. And we will learn about them. We'll learn who they are and what their purpose is. Um, and that will be a big runner through the rest of this, through the rest of the, it's a, it's a big part of this, of the series. Um, I give you more, but we're going to learn a lot about the next issue. So let's team it up. And, and we explore a lot of, of how those characters got to receive them at the end of Woody uh, through the Go-Go series that Ryan's co-writing with Cinna. Um, it's, uh, you know, we're, we're using Go-Go in a very similar way that we did with the first arc where, um, you know, we started the entire series of Tommy's entrance to the team as the Blue Ranger and kind of coming back with him as the White Ranger. Um, and in Go-Go, we explored what the team dynamic was uh, before Tommy had joined the team. And with this new kind of round of Go-Go, um, 21 through 32, we explored, you know, that uh, decision that I think all of us as fans were, were mystified in the main series, uh, in, the, in the TV show of how Jason Trini that could leave. Uh, we explored that as well. Finally, uh, as, as we are continuing with... Uh, Go go and and of course MMPR being like the hit that it is because you know I'm a Tommy fan I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna sugarcoat how how is the progression of his character because sometimes you feel like oh well maybe you want to handle him with kid gloves because you know he's the end all be all it seems like so how throughout MMPR is that character how is he going to be dealt with so that we don't feel like, you know, Tom can do no wrong in a sense. <laughs> um, well, I think that, I think that was one of the elements that we liked about, about bringing him as the white Ranger is he's a little, un, I, he's a little unmoored. I think this is the way that I look at it a little bit. Is he, he's gone from outsider to leader. He's gone from, uh, you know, sort of the, the dark shadow ranger, uh, you know, the evil ranger to now the white ranger. And that's a big shift. That's a pretty big character thing. So I, I, I think one of the nice things we can do about the book is, is to show that process and show that it's not easy for him and that he is still learning and that he doesn't always know what he's doing. And, and that even in, as you read the issue, even the powers and how they affect his body and they affect his mind, he's still figuring that out. And I thought that was a really interesting, that, I thought that created a really great dynamic within him to not only have to be dealing with, also, like I said, dealing with the team. He's got to, you know, Jason never really had to deal with, you know, a, his team was pretty much instead. Now, this is like he's got, you know, Kirillie and Billy on one side, and he's got the Stone Canyon tree on the other who are just learning and balancing those, the, the, the experience level, uh, especially with himself and them. I thought that, that there was a lot of really interesting things that because we can do comics in sort of a longer form, we can, we can slow this progress down a little bit and show sort of the growing pains for both Tommy and the team. And I, I thought that was a lot of fun. And we're back. Hope you enjoyed that little, little nugget of information from Ryan. Hope you enjoyed it. So we are going to review 40 because we are reading 40 for the first time right here. We're ruining it for you guys, okay? So, MMPR 40. This is the day that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the necessary evil has come. It's been very necessary after the last uh, <laughs> last little bit. Last little bit, little bit, little bit. So, we see that there are rangers, and there are they are in London, and they are... Now, be, before you before you get to that, yes. To that. Look at this this credits page. Look oh, at the number sure. 
the number of variant covers on this credits page. Okay, let me see here. Let me bring up the, the credits page. Uh... The sheer number of variant covers. Yes. And I'm most interested, the very last one says, Beast Morphers Orange Ranger Variant Cover. Yes. Yes. Okay. <gasps> and it's a Goni Montez. Yes. I need it. I yes. need it. Okay. I haven't seen it, but I need it. <laughs> so, so let's just run. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. My bad. I am so sorry. I, I am. Oh, Dan Mora has one too. I like him. So sorry. Um, oh, okay. All right. So I am so sorry. Let's go through this credits page. Written, ugh, written by Ryan Parrot. Oh, ho, ho. I like that. I like that part. Mm. Illustrated by Daniele Di Niculo. Niculo. I always spell his wrong Nicolo. name wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, colors by Walter Biamonte. Letters by Ed Dukeshire. Uh, cover, main cover, Jamal Campbell. Right, that's brother. That's my like that brother over there. Then you get to all of the variant covers. All of well, them. Yeah, that's one thing is that when it says foil variant, what they're doing is they're re-releasing all of the original variant covers for number zero. zero. One by mm-hmm. one by one. They're just foiling them. Right. Right. So like this one has the White Ranger cover. Right. I don't and have the regular one. I need this one. <laughs> oh, I got I got the regular one on the wall right Do now. You? I got oh. the regular one as well. Yeah, my wall right on my wall in order. It's red, green, black, pink, blue, yellow, red. Just just hanging up there. Um, I think at like New York Comic, one of the New York Comic Con places, they were selling all of them, all the zeros in a pack. So I was yeah. just like, all right, and doing that. So I have multiples. <laughs> is it is it is it the the correct one or the Mexican variant? What? Yeah, um, that's you can get all of the regular ones cheaper in for the Mexico version. They everything inside everything looks exactly the same. The only difference is the little MMPR logo and the info is in the bottom right corner instead of the bottom left. Oh, that is the only difference. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't so know. You, so you can get the White Ranger, the red one with the shield, all that stuff a lot cheaper. Um, no, I think they sold me the regular version. <laughs> oh, uh, I think they did. But, um, but yeah, so that, like, there's, there's like, wait, let's see. One, two, three, four. Oh, yes. So let me talk this, the unlocked story variant cover by Dan Mora, written by Ryan Parrott. Okay. So. I don't know, because I'm not a comic person, like I said, but mm-hmm. do they normally, is this a thing? The only time I've seen it that I remember was um, a couple years ago, and they did this for a very, very long time, but they told a story on a cover of, of the covers of Deadpool. Mm. It was a very long story. It was him, like, jumping through the timelines, and the and like he was, like, traveling with the barcode. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very fun, and it lasted for. I mean, it was like two or three years worth of covers. It was ridiculous, but yeah, I don't see it very often. So let me go over. Let me see. I'm gonna bring it up here. Uh, give me one second, because I think I sent it to myself. 
but yeah, you'll get, get to that. But, but while you're looking at that, like almost all of these variant covers, like to the surprise of no one are Tommy specifically white Rangers variants. Like almost all of them are, you know, the main covers, Tommy, that they're doing like a trading card variant now instead of the action figures. And so like this issue, it's white Ranger next issue. It's red. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, there's one that's all the, t- the six Rangers together. There's a Tommy fighting Goldar. There's a couple that are Tommy as the White Ranger breaking out of the Green Ranger. Oh, I think I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. There's a really cool detailed one by Scorpion Comics I see here that looks really nice. Um, some of them have multiple variants, like Kirby's Comics and Collectibles have two Tommy covers that if you connect them, it shows Tommy morphing, but then there's all of his different ranger forms, including like all the different Draken variants surrounding him. Hmm. And for some reason, they also include TJ. I don't know why. TJ. You're stupid. <laughs> he means tur- oh, Turbo. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It's a minute. Yeah. TJ's there too. Yeah. The old, the old classic white cover that a lot of companies do nowadays. But yeah, there's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 announced covers Ooh. so far. Ooh. But yes, that, like the, the, the Beast Morpher is orange. Beast Morphers Orange. Yeah, I want to see that. Just, I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, spoiler. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um, I am currently bringing up this unlocked um, variant cover. You see panels of the, the MMPRs, you know, their hands and coming together time space energy captain planet <laughs> and and then you see the three morphin masters they're floating look like they're floating right they're changing through they're cycling through all the different suits yeah mm-hmm. and um Including Hyperforce. I see some Hyperforce in there. You see some Hyperforce, little, little some some. Some Beast Morphers. And uh, Zeo. You see Jungle Fury. You see Dino Charge. You see Time Force. Sadly, the Yellow Morpher Master cannot turn into Dino Charge. Because <laughs> they're dumb and don't have a Yellow Ranger. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some Mega Force. Something like that. Wild Force. Seeing that. Um, Ninja Storm also seeing that mm-hmm. so so you know the, the, the reality shift back towards balance and then the blue one says Zordon's rangers have proven most extraordinary red one is like the grid is restored but existence can never be threatened by the whims of mortals again the yellow one the mortals did subdue a threat we overlooked. Oh no, no, that's not the blue one. That's the blue one. I mean, that's yeah, blue. yeah. Which the blue is, one said that. Yeah, he's yeah. And what he should be saying is we screwed up, <laughs> but we overlooked a threat. And then the yellow one was like, "Yes, but it was a threat they created." So <laughs> she was backing mm, it up, shading them like, humans. And then the red one. Either way, it is time for us to part. Huh? We must. Inspect all of reality firsthand, piece by piece. There can own there can be no oversights this time. What? 
Yeah, which basically seems to imply that all the variants are going to be like cool, different looks at different universes and worlds, and each one they'll be traveling probably to a different world, I bet. That'd be cool. So do you think that they're telling a story like they are with the other? Yes. I, yeah, oh, I, no. I, I think they'll be, yeah, the, these variant covers will tell a small Morphin Masters story. No, I have something new to collect now. <laughs> <laughs> Just read it all online. <laughs> Now, if this now, I don't know how I feel about a story being the cover. I mean, I wasn't on board, but now that I, I mean, see that it's new, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's gonna probably be a story that you don't have to read. It'll probably be like collected in one of the the hardbound volumes. Yeah, at more the like, end, more than likely. But, but well, still, well, but still, like I, 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 I like. I mean, and I love Dan Moore, so that that's why you're getting a pass, brother. Really? However, like I like my, <laughs> I like my covers being art you know what i'm saying like i don't want bubbles on my cover i don't want bu- boy you know you should you that's why you shouldn't have collected comic books back in like the 70s and 80s there were always bubbles on the cover all the time really yeah it wasn't a oh my gosh i should show you all the old superman yeah, it was covers. like little taglines or whatever no remember all the all the uh the, the superman covers they're on a website collected called super dickery if you want to look but the whole thing was back in the day superman was just a douche and it would just be all these stories about like, oh, you're in you're in the desert, really uh, dehydrated, Jimmy Olsen. I'm not going to give you any water. <laughs> <laughs> or or the, my favorite from the 80s. This was back in the day when DC thought that um, they didn't know why they were losing ground to Marvel because they couldn't fathom it was because their stories weren't as good. And so they wanted to be progressive like Marvel. So it was like, here's the issue where, oh my gosh, I'm Wonder Woman. I'm going to turn black in this issue and see what it's like to live this life. Uh-oh. It was just really, really bad. Really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. I could okay. show you some weird stuff out there. But yeah, a lot of covers were, were Superman just being awful to Lois, but he would be having this whole dialogue with her. It was always, we need to tell a story on the cover to hype it up for you, even though a lot of times it would have nothing to do with what was actually inside the comic. Mm. It didn't become until like the 90s where it was like, we want our cover to just be a cool piece of artwork. Oh, I see. Yeah, see. they would always be telling a little story. Little stories, okay. Okay, all right. So, um, just like a little side note, I'm reading this previously in Power Rangers, Mighty Women Power Rangers, Shadow Good One. Why did I don't remember this? This was yeah. This it's was been a while. How, this was how it ended, where it was where it just faded to white. Remember? And, and I remember that. I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember Tommy and and, and Kimberly kissing. I don't remember that. They did. Okay. And they all have this weird content look on their faces. <laughs> like, are we dead? Like, yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know. We're all going that. into the white light that created Tommy. <laughs> oh. And then and the Morphin Masters show up? Is that what it is? Well, it shows, well, like the, the hands are there to sort of, sort of show you that the cover story starts right here. It's concurrently with, you know, the way this comic's going. You put the same panel in there so you can show that they, they're starting at the same time. You can never truly get back what you've lost. Yada yada. Whoop de woo. Yeah. People kissing. It's all them basically saying that we can reset whatever we want. Because this is over. The universe is changing. 
Draken's gone, and it's like we we can you know. So if things change, if if Ryan wants to mess around with some stuff, he can if he wants to. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. Don't remember. <laughs> I just remember the last two panels. I do. I remember that part. So yeah, fades to white. Okay. And, and really, like if if Ryan's go go does continue in the same universe. This is kind of like his free card because it's like everything that's happened between Tommy joining the team and the three Rangers leaving for the peace conference is fair game now. Because this story start looks like it's taking place, you know, after the power transfer. So all that that's all open territory now. I see. So, uh yeah, no. So we so the the issue from the jump really begins from the credits and all the variant covers. Right. But mm-hmm. then they jump to like previously on, right. Cause uh, sure. Guess I needed it. Cause I did not remember. And then, then we go into necessary evil. Then these, these Rangers who are not saying their names, they're not except for, we only know Tommy's name. Yeah. That mm-hmm. we are not saying anybody else's name. We don't know who these Rangers are. They're in London fighting a threat. Tommy comes through being like, hey, girl, hey, I got this. Come on there. Oh, no, wait, Billy. Billy's name is said, too. Okay, all right, Billy. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so, yeah, there's a whole lot of utsuts and kias and... Uh, beta 6. <laughs> beta 6. Clean yeah, the and, and the dialogue of the other rangers is basically giving away the fact that they're new. Like like how the Yellow Ranger's like, oh, so that's Beta Six. She doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, that's Aisha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. They get back to the command center. You know, they're chatting it up. Uh, Tommy's the only one that doesn't have his. You see all those putties pulling faces too. It's the putties. <laughs> they're pulling faces. Oh Look at gosh, them. that so face work. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then we see we see Rangers taking off their helmets. Who are the oh, it's the new people. So Adam, uh, Aisha with braids. Did Adam have an eyebrow ring? Is that an eyebrow? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh! No, I think if you keep I going through, that. you'll see. Is that a lip ring too? I was going to say, he might have a lip ring, too. I'm not sure oh if that was... Nah. Yeah, yes. If you keep going more pages later, he still oh, has... No. Yeah, he has a lip ring and an eyebrow ring. No. Oh, no. Yes, he no. does. Okay. I reject this. No. Yep. No, where is it? Nah. You have to keep scrolling yep. down until you, yep. you get to the point where they're in, in the their civilian school. clothes. Yep, it's there. He absolutely has... I see the rings. eyebrow ring. Okay, fine. I can get... Okay, whatever. But the lip? Nah. That nah, that must be yes. shadow. That's a shadow. It's in every panel. It's the shadows there, and the other rangers don't have shadows in that spot. Nah. Yes, he's you, got a lip ring. Nah, you can't convince me of the lip. You can't. Nope. Don't mess with Adam. You cannot convince me the lip. The eyebrow, mm. yes, that is very very visible. The lip, shadow. I don't know. You'll see. All right. Um, um, issue 41 the most thing that we're looking forward to issue 41 does he have a lip ring <laughs> that is not a shadow you can actually yes. see a shadow under his lip <laughs> not a lip ring 
that first big panel, you see an actual shadow. Like in his in his profile, you would have seen the ring. You don't see it. It's a shadow. Bruh. Bruh. He's got a lip ring. All right. Issue 41. Issue 41. This full face Adam, and he has a lip ring. All right. I'll I'll give it to you. Until then, shadow. I'm gonna it, need it could be a scar. To, it could be a scar. I'm gonna need you to re to re re-interview Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan I might missed, not have necessarily I, written it in. Maybe it's an artist choice. We gotta get the artist. I maybe I you know what? Maybe I missed the mark. You know, that was one of the most important questions I should have asked. Does Adam we thought, have a lip ring? We thought Tommy was necessary evil, but it's the slip ring. <laughs> <laughs> So, real. So we we're getting so necessary. Evil has jumped forward in time. Not White Ranger and uh, you know uh, Jason, Trini, and Zach, and how Jason, they're dealing with it. No, no, no. Jason being told that Tommy's the leader and just being like, "That's awesome." Right. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not jumping towards that. No, no, no. We are jumping ahead, ahead, and being like Stone Canyon team mm-hmm. on the scene. And Kimberly is not happy. <laughs> Kimberly is not. She's not thrilled. She's not thrilled. Like, no. she's just like, oh, what was it? Something. Let me see. Uh, uh, she just, just has a lot of lip about this new team and how they need to like learn how to fight better. I'm just like, girl, bro, just chill. Is she, is she is she doing her classic Kimberly throwing shade? She's got the, some looks, yeah. She's she's giving some eye. <laughs> she's throwing she's throwing shade under Adam's lip, <laughs> right on his lip. Yes, she's oh, got the yes. clutching pearls hand. <laughs> I know. Like, excuse me, I do declare. Um, and then Tommy, the next panel, he's just like, "Listen, guys, hey, hey, guys, we're all in this together, right?" I get the feeling that with I'm not with some artists, if you told them to draw Rocky and Jason, they would look exactly the same. Yeah, pretty much. Like there's just so there's just very little difference. It's some artists draw draw Jason vaguely Asian, but other than that, they're just two <laughs> they're just two basic white guys with brown hair. Although like like some sometimes Jason's is black. To be Hispanic. Yeah, I was gonna say he's that was yeah. That was one thing where it's like J- Rocky's never come off super Hispanic, but like, except for when he had his tamales. But <laughs> other than, yeah, he looks just like regular. He looks like he's twelve, first of all. But he's just. I mean, he looked twelve in the show. He was pretty young. He was well, pretty that young. that it didn't help when he was wearing Jason's clothes. That's <laughs> yeah, <true>. right. <laughs> but clearly, yeah. in this shot, it's you. This is Rocky. Like, yeah. you know, we uh, there's no confusion. This is Rocky because they actually have to draw an Asian person. So this is Rocky. Yeah. Well, I mean, they added all the sweet rings on, on Adam. Maybe Rocky needs like a face tattoo. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, neck well. tattoo. It's under the white. <laughs> under the collar. He's, he's got the Mike Tyson going on. He's ready. Oh, goodness gracious. But, uh, uh yeah, no, like like home look listen listen right like here's 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 one thing right uh 
Adam is like, I'm sorry, did we do something wrong? And Ayesha's like, no, Kim and Billy are just reminding us that the Power Rangers set the bar pretty high. And then Kim is like, it's just that six versus a monster and a zillion putties, there's not a lot of room for error. Okay? Which is weird because in season two, it's usually five versus a zillion putties and one versus a monster. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. And Billy's like, well, I don't think technically a zillion is actually a real number. And then Tommy's like, come on, you guys. You know, a win is a win. Hey. I I love that last panel on that page. We're just... Kimberly is mean mugging it. She and Aisha are walking in different directions, and Tommy's just like, the hell? <laughs> trying to lead here. I'm the boss. He just got that look on his face, like, oh, crap. Uh, these women, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Time of the month, right, ladies? Hey! hey. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the next page, uh, and, I, and and Ryan did, and you know, as you heard, like Ryan did talk about this, how Tommy is dealing, is still dealing with his new powers. And so they, he's still learning how to use the White Ranger powers because there is the surge of energy, like, you know, the muscles and everything, what have you. Like, he's still learning and, and dealing with two teams. Like, he used to work with his old crew, not the leader. And then now he's working with this new crew, is the leader, you know, so... He's trying to figure it out as he's going along. Yeah, I like that. I mean, they're they're acknowledging the fact that he's like ridiculously overpowered, but they're also talking about the fact that it's it's affecting him on a physiological level. You know, right. like he he feels stronger, faster, taller. He said, and he's not even sleeping. Right. Like it's making him an actual superhuman. Right. Which, which we don't really. Which we didn't get much of that. I mean, sure, you. It's it is the ex. It could be the explanation. You know how we always get like a new ranger and like they are overpowered mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. the max. Like maybe it's just a no a notion of like when you first get your powers, you that you are peak ranger, peak like everything is like bang 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 bang. Yes, this is and then yes, over time, yes, monsters can get more powerful and it's harder to defeat them and stuff sure but you being peak ranger and that's the most like the strongest you're going to be ever and everything is on like okay boom 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 and it always explains how like one ranger can like take out like five monsters like it always kind of explains that just a little bit it is it is interesting if if they actually because you know like we've always said it was always annoying for at least me watching it how it was always all about tommy all the time it, that they're actually creating a story behind the idea of him being the overpowered white ranger mm-hmm. you know and that he's got this big burden on his shoulders he's the guiding light right. you know and, they, and la- they lay it, it on thick and wasn't it like in the show that you know alpha was you know in that like secret layer but like, okay, we are testing, burp, 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 testing this and whatever. So like, there's there might be a story behind that because we we're just jumping into they be fighting. We didn't jump into where he becomes the White Ranger. So yeah, like they they kind of like bootleg made Tommy, you know, where it's like they just harness the raw power of of white light that maybe he is a little 
too overpowered and it's messing up with them because they didn't because they did it kind of hastily. They so. don't have Ninja's expertise. Yeah. So there's there there definitely could be something to that. Right. 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 So yeah. Um, so then, but, uh, but remember, th- remember, the White Ranger powers are nothing compared to the power of Turbo. Because <laughs> we can cross a sea. But there, there is, I guess, there is another reason why you would like to jump ahead at, at this time uh, in the Power Rangers universe, because then we go, we go to. Um, Bandora's palace. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Goldar has his wings. He's winging it up. He's with uh, he's with Finster. That's a continuity error. He didn't get it back until you know. How dare he? Dare they? Um, and then you see Lord Zed. <gasps> rolling hey. through hey hey rolling deep yeah um sword said looking jacked he's got a swole on so i mean there are i guess there are plenty of reasons why you want to jump ahead right you want to deal with new villains you want to deal with some new things so i see what they're doing boom i see what you're doing okay I see how, because later on, I see, we really see what they're doing. So, but uh, but first, uh, you then we get back into like what seems to be another battle, right? Mm-hmm. You you know everybody's kiaing and and things are blowing up, and uh, you have the Stone Canyon crew like trying to figure out their lives, and Kimberly's up ahead. She was just like, "Look, I'm gonna make a path for you." All right. All right. So uh get the you know, get these people, clear them out, right? Make a path so that the monsters, you know, let's not okay. Although there was a difference of opinion. So the Stone Canyon crew take them down another path. Mm, take the people down. And they get attacked and then they all die. And then um You you have chosen poorly. And then it looks like this was a simulation. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Billy Billy was <laughs> talking to Tommy. He's like, uh, so uh, uh, were you expecting a different outcome? You know, uh, after everybody dying? <laughs> so, yeah, like, it's just the notion of Billy is running these simulations over and over and over again for Tommy so that the team can, you know, kind of get better at working together and it's not really working that well so it feels like tommy's adopting jason's attitude hmm how so in the fact that he's he's like listen he's like we don't have time to be close billy you know rita's gone zed's on a whole another level he's just running all these simulations all the time he's always worried about being prepared for battle you know keeping the team together like he's taking on a lot of responsibility the same way we've seen with jason in both comics where he's he's a little too focused on the rangers stuff you know like he's very he's very like laser focused on that sort of stuff and possibly to the point where it's not good for him where he's taking too much of a burden 
Well, I hope that it's not just like Jason. I really hope. I mean, yes, you have to have some type that some type of concern and worry that you're leading your team well, especially if you've never been a leader before. Mm-hmm. However, I do not want it to go down the same path. As no, me. don't tell the same story. But I think it, it is interesting to see, you know, you're the leader. So you have that burden on it and you're trying to forge your own path. But I mean, I, heck, I mean, like, you're working with three new Rangers. Like it's brand new. Yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as saying, oh, let's get rid of four Rangers and just keep the small child. That's a good <laughs> idea. It's clever. That's rough. That's rough. So, back at the ranch, high school, yo, Aisha is not having it. (laughs) She, yeah, me mugging it in every panel. Oh my gosh, she's not having it. Um, I will have to say, uh, I understand that maybe drawing African Americans might be a little harder. Um, so Aisha. Does it look like that? <laughs> she, she stole Trini's hoop earrings. Or Trini stole it from her. Hey. Trini was there first. I just, well, you know, you know, we bring the fashions, you know, and everybody saves the money. You know, but, but I just think that, like, all right, work on work on uh, Aisha and how she looks. Because, uh, number one, she never had short braids like that. Her braids were always long. Uh, and, and like her complexion is not as melanin-esque as what was on the show. Like she's, you know, so um, just, just work on, just work on Aisha. That'll be my, my notes. Just work on her a little bit. But in terms of the content, uh, Aisha is mad. She is mad. She's like, everybody think we idiots. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like what like what is their problem? It's hard going to school, getting good grades, oh and saving the universe. Like come on, like just like be easy. So, yeah, like, it's it... it's good stuff. I mean, it's the same sort of stuff that the original Rangers were dealing with, you know, early on in GoGo. It's the same sort of stuff, but these guys don't, you know, they don't have the seasoning, so they're kind of dealing with it on their own. So, and the yeah. old ones didn't have a crew of older rangers judging them constantly, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, all the older rangers are on it killed. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you don't, you haven't seen all of them kind of like hang out together yet, right? You you're just seeing Stone Canyon crew just chopping it up. You're not seeing. Like Billy with them, like, hey guys, or you ain't seeing Kimberly right now. <laughs> so, so yeah, I can understand. Like, you know, you're new to a school, you're new to a whole, please, you're new to a whole neighborhood, new to a whole freaking city, and you, you, and you, and you just try to get by, and like, you have you have Pinky over here on your case, like Pinky out of everybody, you girl, mm-hmm. girl by, girl by, okay. Don't act like we ain't never had to you ain't have to pick up your rear back in the day. So you need to just chill. Not calling for Tommy every five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Tried it. Yeah. Tried first time it. first time you morphed, you were complaining about your hair in the helmet. Mm-hmm. That was a psych. And and you were talking about your nice stereo. So don't even try it with me. Pinky. 
Don't let me come for you. All right. Don't be coming out that my Aisha. Girl, we be having, we will have work. We will have, listen, we just released our 300th episode. So yay to us. Don't make me have to put Kim lower on that rank. Don't make me, don't come for her. Okay. I feel, yeah, I feel like the next time there's a convention, Lisa's actually going to attack Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to put that out into the world. We want to see you. Amy. <laughs> I heard what you said. <laughs> what you not going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And then she could be. Oh, look, let me tell you something. If we if that was like a joke or whatever, she if she doesn't say, I said what I said, like, that has to happen. I said what I said. I'm just like, oh, you okay? Okay. Anyway, but back to the comic in hand. We are back on the moon. Mm-hmm. And Red Skull and his minions are <laughs> Right? Yo, one dude's got a mohawk. Looking good. Um, They're bringing him a package. A really big package. And it's rattling, rattling, rattling. Out pops up this now. Before then, right? Mm-hmm. These people have traveled to space, and it this thing, this thing apparently killed some of their people and whatever. And they're like, "Listen, you lucky that <laughs> we got this deal, cause you know I ain't okay." And Zed calls this this thing Dane, D A Y N E. Get it? Like a Great Dane? Why would we get it? Because this Dane that Zordon has hired to get rid of Zed. the Rangers. Oh, so, sorry, Zed. Zed, sorry. Yeah. Too many Zs. <laughs> Zane. <laughs> oh, Zane. Zane, Zed, Zordon. Too many Zs. But Dane. Um, so he's hired Dane to get rid of uh, the Power Rangers, right? Oh, he's calling all the humans monkeys. Very... Mm-hmm. Very Frieza-esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then that full shot of Dane. Mm-hmm. X marks the like spot. It's really cool. I like it. It's right. a good recolor. Yeah, he's a it's, a... it's a it's a red Doggy Kruger. Pretty much. I need the lightning collection figure now. <laughs> Pretty much. I got 20 bucks on it. Let's go. He's Pretty got much. A, he's got I'll like be... a ripped up Admiral jacket on. Like you, you, you see that boom. Yo, start making your own. <laughs> Just keep making your own characters, cause those toys. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? We're gonna get a red variant of the Shadow Ranger. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, and you, boom loves SBD, y'all. Like if whew, they really do, they will pull from SBD any chance they can get. Now, how is now? Here's the thing, though. Now we're fully into MMP. Like this is MMPR. Mm-hmm. So the shattering of the grid. I mean, how much how much changing are we gonna do? Because there ain't no Dane. Dane ain't never been in the TV show ever, ever, ever. So like, how much of a departure are we gonna gonna do? Like this is this is what I'm cause like yes, I'm loving it, and also yes, I you know you always have a little caution of like oh. Like how much are, how much is this shattered grid and how much is this? You trying to? Well, I mean, Doggy is a race, so true. It's just and another 
person from that race. And this mm-hmm. could be one of the battles of the many battles that we just didn't see in the show. That's mm-hmm. true. And this guy is from a prison, so maybe that's where SPD kept him. And then, you know, and oh God, I mean, there's so many, so many questions. I, so like, I, I hope they don't make him related to Doggy. Because that's cliche. Like directly related, you mean? Yes, just they're just two people who happen to be the same race. Right. You know, it'd be like if there's a rogue Aquitian. Oh, <laughs> some green Aquatar Ranger going out killing fools. There we go. Right. So, so yeah. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, we're getting to the end here. Where we're at the youth center. And people are youth centering it up. Okay. We, we have Skull here. Skull. Uh-oh. Skull's got himself a lady. Introducing the uh. new lady to his friend. Guess and the county fair didn't mean as much to him as it did to Kim. Well, it's been, it's been a long time since then. <laughs> it has, it has. And, you know, Bulk, he's, he's getting used to it, you know, but not really, because, oh he's boy. Cr- he's cringing because she said something was epic. <laughs> uh, oh, but Kim is looking, though. He, she looking, though. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yep. You see that? She's like, hmm, what do you think about that? Who's with my man? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. But like you you kiss it up on Tommy. So what you what you worry about, girl? What you worry about, girl? Got dibs on everybody. Shoot. <laughs> like, nope. And then look at this. Is this is a slim is this a slim down Ernie? Yeah, Ernie seems to be uh he changes quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fluctuating Ernie. There's no Hawaiian shirt, so I'm confused. Very confused. Yeah, he's doing an Oprah where he just goes up and down and up and down. It's just true. Ernie is the Oprah of Power Rangers. That this is true. Got you. So yeah, so yeah. Um, and you know, Tommy is just pretending he knows how to read. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) He's got his crayon. He's ready to go. Gosh, but um, but yeah, like Kimberly, let me see. What is what is uh what does Tommy say? Um, oh right, I think Ernie was thanking Tommy for taking over Jason's classes, karate classes at the youth center. See, this is what I was saying. He's just trying to fill that Jason role. And so Kimberly is asking Tommy, "You sure?" You've got time for this with you know everything. And 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 Tommy's like, if Jason can handle it, trust me, so can I. Right Ooh. Ooh. Love respect. And, Does that mean he has uh, to start dating Trini too? <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. So, you know, I wouldn't mind that. Um and then and then Billy's like, oh yeah, speaking of, I talked to Jason. Yeah, we, we're gonna, I'm gonna FaceTime him right now. Yeah, like so. You wanna? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna get in on this? And Tommy is not having it. She's like, yep. Um, I got some uh, things to do, like uh, you know, pluck out each hair on my head one by one. Uh, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Bye. You know. So like Kimberly and Kimberly and Billy are just oblivious. It seems I'm just like, yo, like, can you let up? 
they, Kimberly especially, like, would you let up? Would you chill? Just leave the man alone. He's just trying to figure out his way. And you all up on his bro. Ew. <laughs> God. Kimberly, you're annoying me this episode, this, this season. This, uh, this, this issue. This Thank you. <laughs> Gosh, uh, a little foreshadowing. I don't know, maybe. Anyway, so, like, listen, just chill. Okay, girl? These two are the veterans. They know the best. Right. <laughs> just trust in Billy. He knows all. That's right. So, but then they, both of them get on their FaceTime with the old crew. And this was a nice little surprise, because, you know, like, yeah. in the TV show, you ain't never heard from them yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> they all look like disembodied heads. Right, right. And it's a little fuzzy on their end. You know what I'm saying? They try to catch up. They're very vague about what, they, uh, what they're doing, you know? Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah, we're on a break. They're, yeah. cramming, they're cramming for the peace conference. That makes sense. Cramming. Uh-huh. Yep. It's just, you know, economic peace. Yeah. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's lame. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's a, is the, this, the connection is a little, fu- nah, is it better? No, it's not. Oh, that's too bad. Last page. Hey, it's, it's, uh... it's Jason Rocky head. <laughs> Still the same generic white guy. <laughs> Pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, yep. But look at look at adorable Trini. Look Aww. at her. Looking all cute. But yeah, because the Rangers are in really cool suits, actually. The really cool suits. Rangers. On some weird planet with a pink sky. That's yep. right. And two suns. Let's talk about oh, somewhere sons. else. Yep. Mm. So greener in the background. Uh-huh. They 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 all look like they got little mini shields on. Uh-huh. They kind of remind me of the uh, the Beast Morpher, like the Evil Two. There. Yeah, I could see that a little bit. Mm, yeah. I see. I think they it looks like they kind of have like a weird little wrist morpher. Looks like kind of on Jason's hand. They got oh, a diamond. It was like a brass knuckle. <laughs> yeah, brass knuckle <laughs> brass morpher. <laughs> There's a diamond in in the middle of their uh, of their uh, chests. Yep. Little, yep. Reminiscent of their original suits, but very different. Yep. Mostly uh, a grayish color to most of the suit but a lot of gold yep 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 so yeah right here the money shot right here because you think like okay they've gone off to a peace conference but like some people on the twitters and the instagrams and whatever guess that like oh i think they went off to create their own team and do their own thing i'm like look at y'all guessing correctly (laughs) they're on some mission I mean, I think even when we were younger, we, we said that, like, it, you know, when you make up fanfics in your head, you're like, why would all three of them get picked to go to a peace conference? You know, like, and really, you know, like, there's always a varying degree of the whole idea of, oh, all the Rangers are the smartest ones in the class, so they would always get picked for things. And it's like, why didn't Billy get picked? Why didn't <laughs> Right? Yeah. Wouldn't he be, like, your ideal candidate for peace conference above anybody else? Right, right, right. So so it was always kind of an idea. It was like, maybe they could be doing Rangers stuff somewhere else, doing their own Ranger thing. But... Covertly. And really, you... You, you, you just... It just like the show where like it completely changed teams and you're just like, all right, these new people, uh, I don't know them. Uh, this is hard. I miss my old people. This is uh, I don't know what to do with this. The comic is solving that, but like, no, 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 nah. We still gonna add them in. <laughs> you're still gonna see them. So, but yeah, I think between 
between having them doing their own ranger thing, between showing the new three struggling and them actually dealing with the consequences of Tommy's power, they're all following natural storylines that you would have thought of yourself when you were originally watching season two. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good, smart yeah. idea on Ryan's part. Yeah, and we're table setting, right? You know, so like not much happened, but we had table setting. Okay, mm-hmm. we, we, we gotta, we just came from like, you know, battle, 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 emotional situations, even from the beyond the grid standpoint. Like we just can't, table setting. Okay, so, so we are, we, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Ryan, I'm here for it. I want to see what their helmets look like. Yeah. I want to see that too. I want to see how they're on this mission. You know, was this Zordon created? Was this could be could be something else created? I don't know. Okay. Why are they on this mission? I don't know. Why, What's going why on? are why are they on Planet Namek? I don't know. <laughs> Do Jason and Trini still have feelings for each other in this universe? You, you, Will yo, we re-explore it? Yo, yeah. re-explore that ish. Re-explore it. <laughs> Because you not ain't on the show. You're not on the show. That's not on right. the show. And you don't have the commitments of the original Ranger team now, so maybe you can be a little mm-hmm. loose with your self-imposed rules. Mm-hmm. What about the fact that, like, I mean, we're, we're, we're all pretending it doesn't exist because we all hated it, but didn't Pink have, like, Zack and Trini doing stuff? Yeah. yeah it did. So, you know, explore that. Maybe. Maybe. Because... You know, don't 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 maybe direct, we'll, don't directly yeah. connect to Pink, please. But maybe we'll explore Zach and Jason. You never know. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> or maybe explore an Eiffel Tower situation. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Whoa! <laughs> don't use Google Kids if you don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know it. what that means. I'll don't. tell you. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Thank you. Because I have no idea. He told us once before. That's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly, I just blacked that out. <laughs> so like, I don't blame you. Well, uh, I'm just excited in terms of the comic. I'm so excited. Let me see right here. So 40 is out now. Yes. You can cop that. Cop 40 right this second. And... Um, I believe that 41 sometime in July, I'm guessing. I don't know. I forget. Well, it would be at the end of the month. Just like this is the end of the month. Right. So, you know, sometime in July. But I was yeah, going to so say, I think I think GoGo tends to be middle of the month and MMPR is at the end of the month end of nowadays. The month. Got you. Got you. So, all right. So, yeah. So, we are so glad that we were able to, uh, you know, get this, talk about these two back to back. Uh, because it's nice to talk about good things. Yeah, and it's it's really nice because it feels like we had a really satisfying ending, and then at the same time, a really nice, cool beginning. Mm-hmm. 